you are back at the Ember Temple and listening to Curse Stradania, a Legends of Aventris podcast. Last time, the expedition delved into the depths of the Ember Temple, meeting the vestiges of dark power trapped within and accepting their dark gifts. As was to be completely expected, this was a very bad idea, and three of them lost their minds to evil, with the other two certainly not far behind. Now, I have arrived to finish this once and for all and claim my victory over all those who would oppose my reign. You weren't expecting a happy ending, were you? This episode is brought to you by our generous supporters on Patreon. You can become a patron yourself by following the link in the show notes. We are eternally grateful for your support. With that out of the way, let us proceed with Chapter 10, Prayer for the Dying. Sarnax, your fear of fire causing you to throw your lantern to the ground as Stradonia von Zarovich materialized around you. As she stepped forward and called to you, she beckoned for her darklings to join her at her side. And as she turned to you, Sarnax, your lantern discarded on the ground, the fear of flame consuming you, She raised her hand and snuffed the flame from within the lantern. Though it is not darkness that surrounds you, the light that was ever present and burning from the lantern, dead. Coldness, chill, almost to your very bones, infuses you, Sarnax. Though you're terribly afraid of the flame, looking at it now, lonely, empty, cold on the floor no. is almost more horrifying. No. Oh, the little that he is so afraid. Look at him. What are you going to do now without the fire at your side? No. Dark Marines, join me. Come to me. I knew you'd come. Of course. She reaches out her hand and she pulls you toward her. Victoria! She pulls Clayton towards her and she wraps one arm around both of you. Sonax, join us, please. Your lantern. What madness has come over all of you? Come on, Shepard, they have been corrupted. We must stop them. I'm still by the sarcophagus. My lantern. Come Yes, Sarnax. You will stop them, please. I think we have to press on, Sarnax. There is more to be uncovered in the Amber Temple. Get away from me, you wicked woman. Shepard! They've all been corrupted! They're weak human blood! They're weak human minds! I told you! Oh, Victoria. My lantern. Mm. Isn't this adorable? Look at the way he plays with his toy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to Sarnax. Afraid. Sarnax, buddy. Shepard. Get up. Get up. Give me your hand. I'm gonna pull him up to his feet. Stradania looks between you, but she, one arm around the shoulders of Clayton, the other holding Victoria around her waist tightly to her. She watches, she does not move forward. Give me the lantern. It's all right. 
Why do you want the lantern chip? Well, she has snuffed it out. If you're scared of it, I, I don't want it to be a burden on you. I'm afraid. Just let me hold it for you, just for a little while. It wasn't even the Countess that did this. It was me. Shepard, stop them. They're with the Countess. Just let me see the lantern. All right. Keep it safe. Strange. It's almost as if Garrick doesn't care about you at all. <laughs> oh, look how the times have turned. Shepard, not your own as well. I'm thinking pretty clear, Sarnax. Garrick cares about me. He cares about you. I'm not sure Garrick is even real in the first place. Yes, that's true, Mr. Sarnax. Shepard, you have seen his power. You've all seen his power. Mm. You've seen quite a bit of power. Are you? Have you turned to wickedness, Shepard? All I'm really concerned about is getting the fuck out of this hellscape. And so far, not a single goddamn thing any of us has done has made that possible. I'm going to step up. I, I get the sense that it's no longer a focus. Huh? It's no longer a magical focus. It's or is it? I would. It still works as a focus. There's just no light in it. I placed it down. I'm not keeping it from you. It's it's now just sitting on the ground. Let's say you're not prevented from casting any of your spells or abilities. I'm gonna reach down and scoop it up and grab it and step away slowly. All of you, just like the abbot. Coming to the darkness. But, Shepard, you are the, the chosen of Garrix. You are the chosen of Argenvost. There is no Garrix in this land. Little exception. She's right, Sarnax. Embrace your dark gift. Do you feel its power coursing through you? And I want to, like, flap my skeleton bone wings. I feel a sickness, a taint, a mistake. I feel no power worth having. Power ill-got, ill-sought. Doom you have brought on all of us, Professor. There's no doom, Sarnax. You just gotta come along with us. That was a beautiful speech. A round of applause, yes. He's got away with words. That doesn't do. I have led you here to wickedness. Yes. I have not lived the way through the forest of darkness. I'm gonna take my lantern. No, you have snuffed out all hope. Garrix, I know. I am afraid. I'm afraid of the power within me, the power within you. But I know that it is the right thing to do. Your fire is good. I still want to be good. In my hour of darkness, 
please help me. I'm going to pray. Does he do this a lot? Yes, yes. Yes. Well, it was interesting at first. Now it's pathetic. Come on, Sarnax, give it up. Look, it's over. We can get out of here. Just, just come with us. It's it, we, we're done here. Come on. I'm gonna walk over to him and uh, put a hand on his shoulder. Away from me, Sarnax, woman. You know this to be true, but when life changes to be harder. You must change yourself to be stronger. As the professor suggested, embrace your gift in your moment of weakness and persevere. We must push on. Yes, and I'm getting quite bored, so... I'm going to shake off Tana's hand and step away again, deeper into the hallway. Your words are poison, corrupted and polluted. Like the waters you worship. Garrix, please, I have failed you. I have led the shepherd. You can to scream. Please. To a god that does not exist in this land, and you will get no answer. Your friends have offered you a spot by my side. I have not yet, and I don't think you are worthy. Accept the dark gift. Accept it into you, and you could have purpose here. For now, you are nothing but a lost soul in a land of darkness with no light to lead your path. This is unlike you to show weakness, Sarnax. I'm going to drop the lantern and let it fall to the floor and kick it aside. <laughs> Okay, now we're getting somewhere. I'm going to step forward past Kana and look at Shepard. Shepard, look at me and tell me you do not feel Garrett's warmth, that you have fallen to darkness, that I am truly alone. Well, I certainly don't feel Garrix's warmth. I don't know about falling to darkness. I'm just trying to get out of here. I'm going to drop down to my knees. Shepard. Are we friends? Sarnax. Of course we're friends. May I ask one favor of you? Sure. Kill me. What? Shepard, it must be you. Please, I have failed. I have nothing. I am not worthy. Please let it be you. Victoria, you both feel a shudder run through Stradania's body. You can see the look of pure joy on her face as she hears Sarnak say this to Clayton. I'm gonna I'm gonna kneel down next to him and take my hat off. <laughs> Buddy, I don't wanna kill you. I just want you to come with me. I'm afraid you and I both know I cannot. I do not have the luxury of the weakness of mind to be so easily turned, Shepard. 
and I have brought this upon you and myself and on Garrett. Use your instruments, please. Now, that's just hurtful. Come on, buddy. Get up. Come with us, and this can all be over. I think he just called you stupid. Quiet. Come on now. Excuse me. me. Did you try to tell me to silence myself? Did I stutter? She walks forward and slides her blade into Sarnax's chest. Hey, 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 whoa! I need you to roll a d20. Would you like to tell me to silence myself again? I haven't changed how I feel about you, just for the record. She takes the hilt, plunges it deeper into your body. That's not necessary. And you feel the life leave you, Sarnax. All of you look around. As Stradonia stands behind Sarnax, the hilt of her blade, so quick, none of you even had a moment to react as she dug it into his back. Sarnax. So he's just dead. He's dead. You watch as the life leaves his eyes. Why? Why did you? He's still a member of my expedition. We were going to bring him with us. It's unnecessary. You begin to yell out, and you feel almost as if time has stopped around you. Shredanya isn't moving at all. It's shadowy, strange, smoky. Sarnax, you feel the blade, but you don't feel the pain. As looking around, you see the look on Shepard's face. He, the glint of evil behind his eyes, something you know to be unnatural to him. And you feel death. You haven't experienced it, but you feel it. And as you look around, you watch as the floor of the Amber Temple fades from view and instead rocks. Almost as if they're lava rocks, magma. They're is a hint of glowing orange undulating beneath them. As you look around, you see nothing but smoke and darkness, a bright orange light undulating in the sky above you. You look down, and though you can see the hole where the sword had pierced through your chest, there is no sword there, and you are naked. Look around. Your lantern is lying discarded on the floor in front of you. And it seems as if a rain of ash is raining down inside of it, swirling and undulating. And as you write it, you hear, You stand naked before a god, just as you were born, just as you will decay. Bathe in the flames and be reborn anew. Fire Lord! Sarnax! You have planted the seeds of destructive renewal in the soil of a dead land. You have ignited new souls to the truth of the ever-burning flame. Try. My eye is upon you and upon this land. You have met destruction. Now tell me, what would you do with renewal? Flames shoot up all around you and in front of you. Curled on the top of a fiery rock, you see Garrick's oh, Fire Lord. Fuck! Oh my god! 
Am I afraid of the fire that's around me? You are not. <sighs> I immediately fall to my knees, uh, naked, as I fucking take it off. I don't have a lizard skin, I apologize. As I, ta- as I am naked, I fall to my knees and I put my hands on the, the volcanic rock and I bow and I just half glance up. Fire Lord, through renewal, I wish to save not my life, but the lives of my friends, the lives of the innocents in this dark land, to purge the wickedness and send the darkness from whence it came, and to use your great inferno to purge all the wicked and the tyranny of wicked souls. You watch as your lantern begins to shake as it gets larger and larger and larger. The latch door on the front swings open as you see an ember, small flame begin to ignite in the middle. As it grows and grows and grows as you look forward and you see that this is not just your lantern, but a doorway. Garrick slithers around on his stone, on, on the stone outcropping as he looks down at you. In profile shot, you see the one blinking eye, half red, half gold. Walk forward and let the flames consume what is rightfully theirs. You see as he steps around and slowly turns his back to you and climbs down off of the rocky outcropping, looming over the lantern, the doorway open in front of you, a rain of ash falling down around you, and the flames, a gateway. What do you do? As he does this, I realize that I'm no longer afraid. As, and this is really happening, or if it's a fever dream after death, I don't frankly care. I believe it. I'm going to get off my knees, standing before him, and I'll step several paces forward. Fire Lord, I am no longer afraid. And I'll step a few more paces. Garrick's, grant me the power to destroy and then I'm going to step through. You step through the lantern and you feel heat overtake you, a burning, searing heat. The pain is almost intolerable as you scream and you feel your flesh burning around you. And for a moment, you feel that you have made the wrong choice. And then a warmth in your very soul as your flesh begins to reshape and though you're the same yellow color that you'd been before as you move your scales from side to side in the light you see a faint hint of gold and red as it moves along your body and as you step forward out of the flames you step back into the amber temple looking at your friends a burst of sunlight 
radiates out from you. Stradonia reels backwards. You can see the flesh on her face singed oh, as she screams and, sh- and runs into the darkness. All of you now find yourselves in a dark, shadowy room alone. Victoria. What happened? Friend of the devoted wormling. Tell me, what would you do with renewal? He, you see, see you see nothing but one open eye in the darkness. Breathed in flame. What is this? Answer my question. Renewal? I don't do many things that I've done, I suppose. I don't know. I I would get out of here, out of this land. Bring as much joy as I can on my way out and never look back. You see as the eye slowly blinks before you. Walk forward and let the flames consume what is rightfully theirs. And you see as a circle of pure blackness opens up. Do you walk forward? What else do I see? Is that all? Blackness all around and this one slowly blinking eye wreathed in flame. I'll look around. I'll, I'll just kind of panic look everywhere around me and see if I can see anything else. But... Is she alone? Yes. Okay. Well, I must move forward. I'll walk towards it. You step forward and immediately you hear a sharp intake of breath as dragon's breath consumes you. You feel the pain as your body is being burned alive, your skin rendered, you can smell your hair turning to ash around you. And you're horrified, you're afraid, until you feel it, the warmth in your very soul. You spill out onto the floor of the Amber Temple. You look around, Sarnax is standing in the middle, flames undulating from him, his eyes pure gold as he is channeling the power of Garrick's. You are no longer evil. What's happened? Kana, you find yourself in darkness. A lone, blinking eye wreathed in in flame. Friend of the devoted wormling of the flames of renewal. What would you do with it? I'd repent for all the wrong I've done for all the dishonor I've brought on my family. And all the regrets I would wash away, cleansed by my own waters, and regain the faith and trust of my friends and those that have cast me out. Water will not wash away the evil in your soul, but the fires will incinerate it. Walk forward and let the flames consume what is rightfully theirs. I remember the conversation I had with Sarnax in the fields and I walked forward. You hear the sharp intake of breath as you're consumed by dragon fire. 
the pain, the anguish as you're spiraling through agony. As you spill out onto the floor, the warmth in your soul, you look to your side and Victoria is staring in wonder at Sarnax as he's undulating flame, his scales shifting from yellow to gold to red. Clayton, you find yourself in this dark room, one blinking eye. Friend of the devoted Wormling, what would you do with renewal? Am I still evil? That was my question. You are not. Are you, are you Garrick? You stand naked before a god, and as you look down, you see that you are naked, just as you were born, just as you will decay, bathe in the flames and be reborn anew. I have a chance to be renewed. I, what would you do? I would renew. I, I need to, to fix this. I've, I've brought great doom to the expedition. I, I, I don't care anymore. Damn the expedition to hell. I, I, need, I need to save these people that I brought into this land. I need to remove this curse that now lies within my blood. I need to save I need to save my family. I need to save my daughter. Please, I will I will do anything. Walk forward. Let the flames consume what is rightfully theirs. And I just I go for it. You walk into the dragon's breast. And as you tumble through agony and pain, the flames of renewal singeing away the evil that had infiltrated your soul, you spill out onto the floor of the Amber, te- Amber Temple. Kana, the heat around you is so strong now, you're sweating profusely. So you both stare up at Sardex in awe. Shepard seems to be frozen in a moment in time. Shepard, you find yourself walking through a strange place. The stone beneath your feet is singed. As you look up, you see one blinking eye wreathed in flame. You stand naked before a god just as you were born, just as you will die. Bathe in the flames and be reborn anew. Shepherd, Friend of Sarnax. Shepherd, you are devoted to what would you do with renewal? Uh, am I evil? Uh, uh, you, you said Sarnax. Is he alright? What would you do with renewal? I have to save Sarnax. I have to, I have to save him. I, I don't know what I did. I don't know what happened. I had a choice and I made the wrong one. Are, are you, are you Garrett? You hear slithering all around you. You feel a shadow over your back. Do you turn around? I, I, it's hard not to. I start to like take a peek. Turn around and you see an open maw, sharp teeth. Smoke slowly starting to billow out in an undulating ember deep within. You feel the hot breath of the dragon god against your face. Walk forward. 
and let the flames consume what is rightfully theirs. I'll do anything. If this is my punishment, I deserve it. I'll do it. I'm sorry. Just just think about Sarnax and save him. And I, I go the direction that I'm being You step to. forward immediately blasted by Dragon's Breath. You tumble through agony and pain, feeling your skin singed away. You tumble out onto the ground, that pit of warmth in your stomach as you look up as Sarnax, embodying the avatar of Garrix, undulates with magic around him. All of you no longer evil, Stragania against the wall, cowering in the shadows in fear. We're all level 10. Oh! I, so I look around as I'm doing this. Do I see her cowering? You do see her cowering. However, you feel Sarnax, the magic within you. As you look around at your friends, these bursts of energy you realize coming from you, pulling them in, pulling them into the light of Garrick's, washing away the evil that had tainted their souls. As you begin to feel your chest rise and fall slowly, the magic around you fading, though your scales still seem to glint from red to gold to yellow. You no longer have the golden eyes and these bursts of light. Stradania begins to move a little bit as she sees the magic fade from you. As you feel your lantern shake and jolt in your hand, and it's almost uncontrollable, is you grab it and you look in as out of the ashes unfurls a red and gold dragon wormling. You might want to read your best. <gasps> oh, so we're going to take some time. We're going to take some time to level up really quickly. Can we go to chill now? <laughs> and then we'll, we'll deal with everything. Oh, oh my God. Break. Coffee break. Coffee we're going to have a quick coffee break. Well, they they're gonna look at they have upgraded vestiges, so oh. they've gotta see what those do. Oh um, and then they're Good. gonna they get to deal with what's happening with Stradania. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> I'm officially a disciple of Garrick's forever. <laughs> forever. Garrick's owns my soul. You also do not succumb. You have died, but you yep. do not succumb to the death rules per oh what we had decided. <gasps> Yet. Benevolent yeah. Not this time. Not this time. We are temporarily saved. <laughs> are we clothed again? You are. You are only naked in the realm of Garrett. Shucks. Can we take our uh, clothes off? Can I roll to take clothes are you, off? Are you playing Peggy in this campaign? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always naked? I, I she can advantage on persuasion rolls against Stradania because she's <laughs> naked. I want to basically just be on my hands and knees yes. having fallen out of whatever hell por- no, I, heavenly awesome portal I fell out of. Yeah. I think we're all just like faced out on the ground except for Mr. Uh, Garrick Sarnax over here. Are we all, like, normal and, and okay? You now look up, Shepard, having just come out of this realm of Garrick's. As you stare up at Sarnax, as the flames slowly start to, to undulate inward into him, as his lantern ignites, illuminating you all in the warmth of the glow of Garrick's. Shredanya writes herself as she stands against the wall, flames no longer pushing her back. She doesn't say anything. She looks at all of you, and then at Sarnax. Begone, creature of the night. 
You have no true power in true daylight. You will be purged by fire, but it is not on this day. Destruction and renewal will come for you. You're so boring. You're right. I don't really want to get a tan today. It is not for lack of power. It is for lack of desire. I have other business to attend to. And you hear she listens. I'll be around if you need me. And she starts to walk along the edge of the room. As you see, she begins to shift and change. Her limbs stretching out, fur appearing where her porcelain skin had previously been. She shifts into a bat, larger than you'd expected, grotesque almost, as she begins to fly up and around, skirting along the light into the shadows. But she doesn't seem to fly towards the exit. She flies up and out through a small hole you hadn't seen before. Sornex, you're alive! Oh my god, Sornex! I'm so sorry! Is this real? I don't know! Yes, this is real. This is the power of flame. The power of dragon's fire. I'm so sorry. I'll let you down. Please, well. How can I repent for any of this? How can any of us? I, I, I led you all into damnation. Do I still have horrible skeleton dragoners? Yeah. Oh, I tried. <laughs> yeah, no, you still don't have your eyes. Am I still afraid of fire? You are not. Uh, sorry, Nex, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Shepard, as I said before, it was my duty to light your path. And I lit it towards the darkness. You have nothing to apologize for, my I, friend. I, I stumbled. I, I couldn't. I couldn't stay true. But but I saw. I saw Garrick. I saw him. I know. It was glorious, was it not? I, I, I don't. I don't have words. He hears us. He sees us. And we walk beneath his great dragon shadow. The visions I have seen in the flames will come to pass. Castle Ravenloft will burn. We will not die here. We will not turn to darkness here. It will get far worse before it gets any better. But Shredania is scared. I can sense it. Well, yes. We... My resolve is renewed, thanks to the power of the Fire Lord. This, what is, who is this? And I I gestured to the, it's like a fire element, is it like a fiery, it's like a, it's made of fire, right? inside of your lantern, you see a small red and gold dragon wormling. It will live there always, but you can release it from the lantern once a day for an hour, or once every short rest for an hour. But it's always in there, curling inside of the little skull and moving around. Is it like breathing chew? flame? That's how I'm picturing it. Picture <laughs> <laughs> however you want. And as I have a question. Yes. Those of us who went through Garrix's renewal first, 
when we were out, do, what did we see from the others? They were just frozen. They were f- anyone who hadn't been in it yet was frozen in place, and Stradonia seemed to be frozen as well. And she we did was, not like, hear them up against the wall doing anything. No. Okay, got it. And all that you saw around you was were ashes falling from the sky. How, how do how do we fix you? How do we fix you guys? I, I, I said I'd protect everyone, and I, I couldn't do it. Well, we won't go anywhere near those sarcophagi. Yes, we know now what they hold. We have a sense of back, and we will... We gotta fix go Kana. Can you still see? I, I can see fine. I just look... Like, we will make all of this right, I promise each and every one of you. We will make this right. We will burn this temple to the ground. Is at this moment that you hear a loud clattering noise coming from the hallway to the side. We actually should get the map. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh pickles. So let's um let's inconvenience everyone and continue a really large map up. The um, map that uh is larger than our six by four table. Yeah. Our large regulation large map table. dropping time. So I, I will turn to everyone. And I will say, uh, you hear a loud commotion oh, coming from the stairwell off to the side. Oh, who goes there? Yeah, I draw both my weapons. Get out of here, Shalanya. Is it her again? She come you back. Continue to hear. It sounds like running, tons and tons of feet, hundreds of feet, echoing down the stairwell. Like coming down to us. Yes. Get, let's get in the next room. Uh, Everyone, be ready. We need to. We need to hide. Get, get, get in the room. In the room. Uh, yeah. Let's. So we will. We'll dive into the uh, the one where the the flying furniture was and try okay. to bar, bar ourselves in. You didn't. Did you guys didn't kill the poltergeist? Did you? Oh yeah. I remember. I just oh yeah. 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 Okay. I got, I got lucky. He yeah. got like three shots on it. it yeah. Was insane. We blew it apart. And you just shut the door behind you. Yeah. Gonna, we're, we're gonna shut yeah, it and bar it. Bar the door. A moment passes, two, a minute. You hear footsteps running down the hallway and then a loud cracking noise. Two loud cracking noises. Cracking like bone or cracking like metal or amber? Amber. Watch, you don't want to get found in here. What? What is there? What if it's Von Lichten and Esmeralda? Uh, what, a hundred of them? What if they're creatures chasing them? I hadn't considered that. I don't necessarily want to get overrun at this moment. But if we if we gotta go out there and take a look, we could get... Professor, can you see beyond this door? Yes, yes, please. Let me, Where's the let me find that from? spell. It um, sounds like it's echoing throughout the entire chamber. Okay, it's not like on the door. Sorry, no. hold okay. on. No, it's not. It's not like someone's like trying to crack the door open. Okay, you it's heard. You heard running past you, and then loud cracking noises. Here we go. My case will open up. I'll get a little bit of bat fear, uh, bat fur, and I'll say uh, Oculus, and I will uh, a arcane eye will appear, and where in the room. Like right, probably right here, right outside the door. Or oh, no, we're right here, and then going to send it through. And I am oh, going to. Oh, okay. I don't even go through doors. No, we can crack the door. But please crack the door. All right, ready, go. And it is invisible. Yes. I don't know if that matters. I will send the, the eye out. It. Not for things. Your sight. I will send the eye out, and I will take we'll it. Close the door behind the door. Behind the elbow. Yeah. Show me where the eyes go. I'm guessing straight out here. Uh, yeah, so it's going to go out there. And hearing cracking, I'm going to send it. What we're going to do. I'm going to send Perfect. it Thank straight you. down the hallway to the room, the open room with the, with the sarcophagi. 
you channel your magical abilities. All of you watch as you see Clayton's eyes roll back as he begins to look through the arcane eye that he's formed as he sends it down the hall. You you see things from this vantage point and it's it's strange. Everything thing feels so much larger from this one eyeball. As you send it down the hallway, it stares into the room and you see nothing. Slowly move it in. You see two figures. What? I don't know where they went. You, you're supposed to know. You're the one who's traveling with them all the time. Yes, well, you know, when you're as good as I am at everything, I knew they would be there. Well, obviously, you didn't know they were going to be there. And you see two people, Esmeralda and Von Richten, arguing over two ruined amber sarcophagi. My pupil and iris will come back. It's them! Let's go! And I open the door. All right, you Esmeralda! And we'll, we'll run up to you. To you hear the noises. It sounds like hundreds of footsteps. As Von Richten moves into the doorway, and you see what looks like hundreds of Von Richtens undulating and moving. Oh, just you. And he shakes his jacket, and you see as they all form into one. Well, where have you been? Where have you been? Who was stuck in the sarcophagus? We broke two of them. Which ones have we released? You're welcome. Tell me your things. Wait. So, how, how are they feeling? Power-wise? You no longer have the dark gift. Oh, Veritin. Oh, my oh, God. My, I it's, feel like a little bit of chilliness in my hands. I'm like, thank goodness. It's, it's so good to see you. We, uh, as you can probably tell, we've, uh, made some mistakes. Yes. Why why did you why did you summon us? Is there is there how how did well, you find each other? I was planning on telling you? you about this place and then I got my invitation to dinner and I was interested and then I found out that someone was here and he turns and he looks into the room and you see Esmeralda leaning up against the wall um She's standing on top of the ruins of the uh, of the amber from one of the sarcophagi as she's cleaning out her nails. She pretends like she doesn't even hear what he's saying as she looks around. How did you destroy them? Well, with quick shatter spell. It's not so hard. We can do it. We the can, amber, you see. We, we can fix you guys. We can do it. We can destroy all of yes. them. How did you know to do that? Have you? Well, you know, sometimes before you go into places of immense power, you do your research. I would think someone as learned as Professor Azran here would have done the same. We thought you were already here. We were trying to trying to get ahead of you and catch up. No, you see, um, Esmeralda here got herself caught in a bind. So I quickly made my way out to free the scamp. Then I heard your message. Could not respond at the time, given the situation. You see as he looks back and once again he gives her a glare, but she's just cleaning her nails. Did, did you did you release the evil creatures that were being binded to these sarcophagi? Well, I sure hope not. <coughs> we don't know for sure. No, I'm so we sorry, don't. Everyone, I I I I've accepted the first dark gift, and my mind was over was overcome. But my yes, guess, but I encourage you and 
We should go destroy the others. Yes, yes please. You should. Professor, yes. do not beat yourself up so much. The cold and the darkness here can affect all of our minds to lead us to foolishness and even to wickedness. This can corrupt a being of light and good, such as the abbot. What hope do we mere mortals have? And he makes a mean breakfast, if I do say so. I want to go up to the ruins of the one that was already destroyed. I'm assuming that that's what this is in the, in the third room. So you destroyed these two, and I'll point at the ones that were there. But this one, one and two, yes. This one was already destroyed. I want to kind of dig through to see if I can investigate how it was destroyed. No investigation check. Hmm. Uh, should be twenty. Looking through it, it's it's hard to really the the shards of it are so broken. It's it's hard to tell if it was hit with something or if it was a magical ability. It looks the shards of it look nearly identical to those that uh, Van Richten and Esmeralda had, had destroyed. Must it be destroyed by magic, or can we destroy it with our? Well, if you're strong enough, I don't see why not. But I don't think this lad over here is going to have the chance to take one down with his mere muscles. I should tell the rest of you that you probably know more about this place than the rest of us. But in that room, what I learned, the answer that I gave, was not truthful. In my madness, I was driven to be deceitful to. To trick you both. Uh, we all want to be this sock. Each one of these sarcophagi contains an eldritch evil being, a dark spot of existence, and they were being trapped in. They would, each one would be placed in a sarcophagus and eternally bound. And, and kept here protected and all of everything that we've encountered so far it's all been at least perhaps the flame scrolls maybe those were just old security systems to oh, keep no. these safe oh they're the skulls of the wizards that died here yes. it's horrible fate so these wizards they, it was their charge to keep these evil beings trapped entombed Oh yes, but as you know, even those with powerful magic can succumb to darkness. How did they die? Some killed each other. Some killed themselves. Really just depended on the man. Do do I still see, walking into this room, do I still see the bones that were on the ground when we came in from the uh, top floor, that they're still moving together? That was a different room. That was the first room we went in. Oh, that's all over there. My bad. I'm getting my rooms mixed up. Never mind. I felt the darkness, the hatred, and the evil within me the moment I accepted the foul creature's gift. But I am not even certain of the nature of such evil. Beyond fiendishness, are we not... It is a great joy to be released from that evil gift. But are we unleashing these entities onto the world? Well, we need to destroy all of the ones that we accepted gifts from either way. 
should research the whole place and destroy all of them. For anyone else that comes in here and is subject to the same fate. I feel like... Do I get any sense that like there's evil beings around us? No. Shepard, can you sense anything? Now that these two have been destroyed, can you can you can you sense all the all the monsters amongst us? Yeah, let me let me let me take a minute here. Uh, so what I'm gonna do is is basically uh, take my hat off and, and concentrate, and I'll use uh, primeval awareness. Okay. I'm gonna expend one ranger spell slot to sense whether there are any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey fiends, or undead present within one mile of me. Okay. For one minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, you sense that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured. That's so, I, I do what the professor tells me. But you me don't get that. anything more. Do you, no, you don't no, learn that's anything more than that? Oh, yeah. Lots. Well, professor, <laughs> as is always, we are still in Barovia. So uh, within a mile, there's a whole lot of evil shit. Uh, he knows which is which, correct? He knows, like, it's there are type. Right. So does he so know tell me aberrations? I don't want to be metagamey. Um, sure. I'm very curious. Um, fiend. Ooh. Okay. Undead. Aberration. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's flipping. There's so many things. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. That's what you find. Yeah, without being meta, you hear that, and I tell you, there's a whole lot of evil shit around us. That is was my primary concern. However, Shepard, there are beings beyond the upper and lower planes, beyond good and evil that are dark, and I worry that these aberrational, this other darkness you have sensed, perhaps that is the nature of what is entombed in these sarcophagi. Well, the bare minimum, we gotta save the other three here. We gotta fix them. I agree. Outside of that, I don't really care. All this talk is boring, so perhaps friends, I'm just going to go handle it then. You can destroy them all. Shatter spell. Simple. Don't you think? Can I come with you and assist? No, thank you. You do not have eyes under there, and I can tell. I can still see fine. <laughs> Let them go. It's horrifying. Where should we investigate while you <laughs> free us? Oh, you want to investigate more of this place? Of course you do. It wasn't enough to almost lose your souls to what was in these amber sarcophagi, no, and then to lose your friends to Stradonia, and then have to have myself and Paps show up and save your lives. There is nothing I want more than to leave this place, but we came here looking Speaking for you. Speaking of which, what was the Countess doing here? I think she was watching us. Waiting for us to all succumb to this. She knew you were coming. She did. She's been waiting for days. Strange. Why would she wait? Either way, I think we need to learn what we can. They, they, these were. Did from a meta perspective, or did did we hear the term like dark gift? Yes. And we have heard the term dark gift in relation to Shredanya as yes. well. She received the dark gift. We accepted these jobs. Yes, well, uh, tell Paps. I'm going to go deal with this situation. Who's you, Paps? You see Van Richten's face fall and she looks over at him and she uh, nudges him oh. with her elbow. Oh, you know. Paps. Paps. Daddy. 
he grumbles under his breath, but you, you can tell he doesn't like it, but he, you can see the fondness that he has for her. He, she begins to move past him. He grabs her arm. You'll not be stupid. I never am. You always are. Don't be today. And he looks, they look forth, back and forth between each other. Let me know if you need anything at all. Of course, of course I will. But protect them. They can't protect themselves, yes? He nods at her and she slowly saunters away. You see, she's walking as if there is nothing to fear in this place at all. Occasionally she taps her feet on the ground, makes a small sound, and here she hums. And her voice slowly fades into the distance as she walks away. Where is she heading? Yes. No, just sighing. Wasn't expecting to find her in Barovia. Just to be clear, we're only in here to find Van Richten in the first place. Now that we found him, we can get the information. Ah, wasn't here. Where well, were you? But we found you now. That's the important thing. And we can get the fuck out of here. No, that no, we cannot get the fuck out of here. There's information here to learn, to gain. Are you sure? Yes, the knowledge that is contained within these halls. We, we were offered a dark gift. We've heard that Shradanya became what she is via a dark gift. There must be, be records or, or information about these beings, and perhaps there could be some, some clue, some, some information that we could use against her. And I want to kill everything that still lives here. And I believe shattering all these things, as Esmeralda as, as plans to do, is a good idea because they're not, they're clearly still doing evil in these sarcophagi. I agree with you, Professor. If we can shatter, perhaps she's taken power from some of them and reduce her. If this was a temple at one point, maybe Sarnax can cleanse these grounds with the power of Garrus. Perhaps. And if I cannot, the fire burns away all malady. Favorite. Shepard. What did you have to tell us? Well. Because that is, it feels like a week ago at this point. Are you sure you want to know? It seemed pretty important based on the uh, messages you left us. Here, I'll send it to you in a message. Shepard. I've heard word of the Amber Temple. A place where I believe Sredonia von Zorovich gained her power. It's a dark thing. You can reply to this message. So did he just say that out loud at me, or yeah. did he like... <laughs> that was it. Uh, well, I felt like it was important. Well, yeah, it, it, it would have been, yeah. I do believe that there may be something here to weaken her. My research shows that simply killing her will not completely rid this land of her. There is something about that gift that entity that gave it to her. Something about it that tethers her to this plane. So, so, and didn't we get something from the abbot that was sort of along those lines? Yes. Yeah. Yes, so even if we kill her, she's not gone. No. She just comes back and continues to rule. Alright, well, we should continue onward. And I apologize for my dreadful appearance. 
And I try to, like, tuck my gigantic skeletal wings, like, behind me if I can. You can Um, unfurl them. Yeah, I'll just sort of, like, wrap them up and, like, tie them in a bow behind my back. Um... And did she? Has, has, do we hear her like blowing up these sarcophagi? Yeah, occasionally you hear a, a crash. The fiends that almost incinerated me are attempting to guard something within the hood of the statue in the other room. They do not want anyone going up there. Perhaps that. So, so that wasn't just magic. You saw, like, a being. There was a jackal-headed fiend. Hmm. And I believe that there were an additional five more. Do you know what it was? I do not. It seemed fiendish, but not any devil or demon that I know of. All I need is one look. Allow me to take a look. My eyes will go white. And I'm going to send my eye out into this room. And I want to go up here. Do you? And see if I can see anything in the hood. And then I want to look around and see where the fireballs came from and see if it was like a trap. Or I want to try to learn about where the fuck those fireballs came from. Which one are you doing first? The hood, the, the statue. So tell me exactly what you're doing with your eye. So my eyeball will... Okay, so my eyeball will begin to float down this hallway. It's going to enter this room. Yes. And then it is going to <laughs> appear in front of the statue, and it is going to fly up into the the hood, the dark hood of the statue. Does your eye have true seeing? That's a good point. I highly doubt it. Uh, it only has dark vision. That doesn't work against magical darkness. You see nothing but pure blackness. However, you can hear with your eye, right? Or can you just see? I think I actually, you know what? I should know more about my spell. That's okay. I do this too. Uh, Eyeball grotesque ears on the side of it. Only visual information. Yeah. Dang. You see nothing but pure magical blackness. Uh, Are you pushing it like through? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to push it through and just, it's going to like flail around. I can't really see where it's going, it but I'm just going to flails around. You feel as it's hitting. Are you, you see as it's hitting and bouncing off of walls. Um, and eventually hits and lowers itself into a trap door. Really a trap door, a, a stairwell that's going down, 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 and it travels along it until the magical, the magical blackness, the magical darkness is no longer there. Oh. It's a stone stairwell that winds itself in a circle down the inside. And you're facing, at the very base, a door. You can set it back up and back out through the Yeah, I'll do that. To. I'll do that. But outside of that, that's all you see. And I'll say, there's, there's a door in the base of the statue. That is what the fiend was guarding. And I will send the eyeball up to where... You said that there were slits or something that the fireballs came from? Yeah, there like, they were like arrows. Like, like I'm going like, to try to like squeeze it through if I can to see... How big is the eyeball? <laughs> I think it's more like one by one. Like, it's small. It probably will fit. Uh, it's just an invisible, magical eye. Uh, I imagine, like, an eye of Kilrog, right? Yeah. So probably, Which like, I think uh, it'll probably a solid barrier blocks the eye's movement. Oh, uh, as long as there's an opening of one inch diameter. Oh, yeah, so it gets through. Oh. Squeeze. So it squeezes its way through on one side, and you see, you see a stone walkway behind each slit. One green glowing flame skull. 
shit. And there were flame skulls that launched their fireballs. But you didn't see what was in the hood. No, it's still dark and I can't see through that. Damn it. What do you propose we do? All right, I'll, I'll just have it fly back down to us. Maybe there's a door at the bottom of the statue that we didn't see. There is a door that we saw. Uh, oh, so I'm going to actually send the eyeball around. Oh, no, around. He, he said that because he's in the room with you. Oh, no, I meant, I was saying, like, I thought the door was inside the statue. I wasn't sure it if it was disguised on the outside, like, where it doesn't look like a door so much from the outside of the statue, but there's one inside the statue. It's just a door on the on the back side. So on the back side. I, I will send the eyeball around and check to see if I can confirm that that same there door is There is a door on uh, the back side of the statue. Oh, there's a door on the statue, yes. Well, but no sign of this creature. I can't see through the magical darkness. The creature's mm-hmm. probably still there, but I propose that we go through that door, see where it leads, and kill anything on our way. There's a real good chance we touch that door and all those things come pouring out. Vodrichin, what do you propose we do? Well, I propose that... Oh, this is tough knowledge. I want to kill that bitch. So do we. But I also don't want to die. I'm torn, Sarnax. I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm torn. Do we stay or do we go? Well, here's the, <laughs> the, the way I feel about it is I was ready to get out of Dodge, as I say. But if you and the professor and Kana think that there's something here that we can learn that will ultimately defeat her, then we got to do it. We don't have a choice because we've made our choice. And that's killing Stradania no matter what it takes. Well, we truly want to end to rid the world of her. We need to know what ties her to Barovia. Exactly right. And I think this place has the answers. Have you been here long and seen any This libraries? is my first time here. Simply read a book. We should stay together. Move yes. around. Yes. Oh, yes. The library. We should be sure if we plan on traversing the rest of this hallway, we run as quickly as we can to where we can engage this fiend one on six. All right, well. Should we let... I propose no. we we propose we we I propose we sprint across one at a time to the back of the statue by the doors. I would like to go first in case there is danger. If for any reason you get to that door and and come under fire, I don't propose the rest of us wait. That's fine. Yes, and I'm going to sprint or I'm going to fly 120 feet in six seconds. I think it's actually, no, it's, it's 50 feet. You're not going anywhere near the face? No. You're going directly towards the I'm back. going right to the back where I saw the door. Okay. And we'll feel when Esmeralda has destroyed our sarcophagi, like, I will feel... <laughs> you will feel your eyeballs pop back in your face <laughs> if they come back. If they come back. Okay. If they come back, you might be eyeballless for the rest of your life. Well, yeah. um, that makes it for some great things. Can you, like, detail how the eyes come back into her face if and when that happens? <laughs> We'll see. I hope it's extreme, like a not very hopeful, grape. you guys. I hope it's like a raisin <laughs> becoming a grape again. Me too. I want uh, to start as a very tiny eyeball, which will grow into the socket. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, so I'm going to sprint across and get to the door. 
you easily make your way to the door. Uh, and then I will look and I'll say, I'll motion for everyone I'll, to, to join. I'll run across too. I'll follow. We are all back here hiding. Keeping an eye out for any more fireballs or any sounds of high-pitched noises coming from the I'm going to give it a quick trappy check for 20. Looking up, you're staring at the backside of a 40-foot-tall statue carved out of granite. It seems to depict a faceless god. There's a plaque along the bottom that reads, The God of Secrets. You you rolled to see if you could find you rolled on the door trap. Yeah, blah, blah. twenty. Um, yes, you're you're easily able to discern the outside of the door, and it does not appear to be trapped. Uh, God of secrets, you said. Yeah. God of secrets. Yep. So we get the impression that this plaque is referencing that the statue is a representation of the God of secrets, potentially. Yeah, that's what you would think. I do think that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I will open the door and. Uh, I will say, Shepard, I know I've put you through a lot, but I propose that you lead, and if we get to darkness without encountering anything, you unload those weapons into the darkness. All right. I will dispel the darkness as soon as we approach it. You will have the fire and the light of Garrett's on your side, and Sarnax, you follow. I will. Victoria and I will be in the middle, and... Kana, if you could bring up the rear, please. Keep an eye out behind us. Shep, aye, aye. I will not leave you astray again. You have my promise. And I'm not going to let any of you down anymore. All right? All right. And I'll uh, reach for, if there's a handle or some sort of uh, mechanism on the door to open it. You lift the latch and slowly move it open as you spill in to the small opening at the base of the statue, the stone spiral staircase winding up. Only up. Only up. I'm just going to look back over my shoulder at Sarnax and the professor and give a nod. And then I'll start to slowly, stealthily as possible, creep up the stairs. You slowly begin to creep up the stairs. Are all of you following? Yes. What is your marching order? Me, Sarnax, Professor... Uh, Victoria, Kana, and I'm I'm and, preparing and Von Richter. And Von Richter. Yeah, if he's I, following us. Yeah. Oh yeah, and of course I, he is. I'm uh, and Von Richter and Kana. Yeah, Von Richter and Kana. I'm preparing uh, daylight. The second I hear anything dangerous, hear anything out of sorts in the magical darkness. Okay. Uh, can you read daylight to me? Daylight. Blah blah blah. Daylight. 60 foot uh, radius. Daylight. <laughs> daylight. Uh, sphere of uh, daylight uh, spreads bright light for 60 feet and then additional dim light. Uh, pointer object. Uh, da, da, da. It light shines. I'm just going to do it in whatever area I see. If the spell area overlaps with an area of darkness created by a spell third level or lower, the spell created that darkness is dispelled. So it originally dispelled the hood and the the darkness in the hood when I walked by, mm-hmm. and that's how I saw the, the, the jackal yes. man. Okay. That is gotcha. the spell. Third level. You begin to ascend the stairs. You make your way up. Darkness begins to encroach on you. You can see it. You begin to step through it and into it. You are now completely shrouded in darkness. So you can use it when and if you want to. I was listening to what it did. I completely miss what you said you were planning on doing. So I just, when I hear anything amiss, 
Like if I hear anything that's like roll a perception check, that that's a problem, then I'm going to to do it. But I don't want to just burst it and then we just look around. Oh, it's an empty room. <laughs> this, they we're all inside this fucking statue, and we're gonna have eight fucking fireballs blow up the statue. And that's how we'll TPK. Uh, perception, you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is gonna be a hot eighteen. Oh, for some days. We roll for the first time tonight. You hear nothing but silence. You slowly step your way in, feeling along the walls, making sure that you don't miss a step. You each have a hand on the other's backs, making sure you're all accounted for. You make your way up the, the final bit of these stairs and spill out into a room. You can feel the cold air of the temple blowing in through the open face of, of this um, of this statue, but you are consumed by darkness. As soon as I feel that, I say, everyone get back down. We need to back up and get where the fireballs cannot hit us. Everyone back up. I'm, I'm so is Cover your eyes and then I cast daylight in the middle of you this. You cast daylight and you brace yourself. You do not feel or hear fireballs coming your way. As you look about the small stone room that you found yourselves in, at the very front of it, the opening, looking out over the entire front area, the entire opening room of the Amber Temple. And this room is littered with random things, bedrolls, candles, scrolls, parchments, incense. And in the corner, you almost miss it at first. It appears to be a bundle of rags, but... As you look closer, you see the wizened, wrinkly old face of a man as he's shielding himself from you and from the light, squinting at the brightness. Gold spectacles adorn his face and robes of a deep blue, but faded and tattered and sewn up in a few places. A long white beard hangs down to nearly his belly button as he moves around what are you doing? Jump on! I am yeah, well, it's my only old man I love voice. it. I have my guns drawn. I point them at the old man, and I immediately Hunter Sense him. Have you, have you, have you come to help me? Hunter Sense. Uh, so I choose one creature that I can see within 60 feet, which is this old man, and I immediately learn whether that creature has any damage immunities, resistances, vulnerabilities, and what they are if they're not hidden by divination magic. Okay. Um, you see as this old man cowers before you, you come to help me! And as you look Fire. down at him, you begin to see the, almost a shift of magic as the jackal head is firmly visible behind the old man's face. And Arcanoloth rests on the floor in front of you. A fiend, a yugaloth, resistant to cold, fire, lightning, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical weapons, and immune to acid poison, as well as charmed and poisoned. Everyone on guard, that's no man. <sighs> what are you talking about? I'm a wizened old man! That horrible thing was in here trying to harm me! Professor, if he makes a single furtive movement, I'll kill him. Kill it. I immediately I, I unload I shoot him I, I, I do this roll thing. for initiative you will get a yeah. you will get a surprise round <laughs> roll I, for initiative am I down the stairs like I'm last you're like, last but you're still in the room we're probably all able to like nothing makes me happier than the professor just being like go for it do it do it unlimited power 
<laughs> Nothing makes me happier. Kill him. Kill him. Do it. Do it. So Yukolov is a fiend. It is a jackal fiend. It's or a jackal-headed. So a Yukolov <laughs> is a fiend, and Arcanoloth is a type of Yukolov. Okay. An you see as this, this old man is cowering in the corner, and Clayton, you tell Sarnak, or you tell uh, Shepard to let loose judgment and redemption. And you do just that into the face of this wizened old man. Yes! I mean, oh. Um, you, you get two rounds of attack, so just do it all at once. Okay, well then, if I know that's the case, uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to Slayer's Prey him, and then make two attacks. The first one is, oh, not good, not good. Did it's you override a, a 14, plus one? 14. First you one let loose one of the blasts, but it seems to shift in shape as its face goes from being this wizened old man to this jackal-headed entity. And it was, uh, attack number two is a 22. That hits. Uh, that will be 12 points of damage. You added six, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, 6 plus 6 is 12. 12 points of damage. You blast, uh, you shoot the shot nearly point blank into this creature's face. All of you watch in horror as you see the side of this old man's mouth rip apart. Um, his teeth spill out onto the floor as he reaches his hand up. Holy face! <laughs> I, I use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on him. <laughs> and then I make two more attacks. Ah, damn it. A, f- a 15. Um, uh, 15 misses. Okay. Uh, and then a 19. That hits. I'm rolling like garbage. Uh, that's going to be a 13. 7 plus 6 is 13. 13 to hit. Or yep. not 13 to hit, but 13 damage. 13 total damage. That was unimpressive for Shepard. You let loose two more shots into the face of this wizened old man. As you see uh, bits of his cheek explode away. His nose is now missing. Victoria, he looks up at you with twinkling blue eyes. You see tears rolling down his cheeks as he holds his face in pain. As you start to see him change and shift, and the old man that was staring at you with a look of warmth, his face elongates into a jackal's mouth as his jaw opens up and you see these um, decaying yellow teeth. As he looks all all around you with black and green eyes. I swear is it. going to look forward um, at you, Shepard. And he is going to reach out his hand and he is going to don't do he is that. going to cast lightning bolt. <laughs> okay starting with you so i need you to make a dexterity saving throw uh whenever the target of your slayer's prey forces you to make a saving throw i can add 1d6 to the roll do well, supernatural defenses we use using lightning bolt so we all need to so we all need to do it up to three so i'm going to decide um boom that's pretty good with a d10 who else it's going oh, to oh it's special i not a straight line 27 three bolts leap from the target to as many as three other targets. Oh, it's oh, oh, uh, 27. Balls. Can I do... Oh, yeah, sorry. Chain lightning, not lightning bolt. That's what oh, I'm doing. Okay. Chain lightning. Okay. I succeed the dodge roll. 27. Cool. Dex saving throw? Yes. Kana, Victoria, 
Oh, shit. I already used Indominable for this, I believe. Yep, I already used it. You just shush over there, Miss DM. Natural one! <laughs> Gotta get it! Gotta get it! Three. <laughs> I got a four. What total. did you get? Sorry, what am I? Um, you're rolling a deck saving throw. Twenty-one. You pass. What did you get? Twenty-seven. Yeah, you, you pass. So um, the two of us are going to take uh, all of this damage. He, you are going to take half of the damage. Me? Yes. Is it what kind of damage is it? A lightning. That's what. I'm a lightning teeth. My eyes are two different colors. One horn is a different color than the other one. 42 points of damage to those that failed. Holy shit. And half to those that succeeded. 21 is nothing. And that is his turn. Cool. Sorry. Uh, I am going to say back to the darkness with you, and then uh, he needs to make a deck saving throw. As I don't roll very well. Oh, I, I don't roll. You, you don't roll. <laughs> I said literally make a saving throw. Make a saving throw. I'm going to uh, roll DC 17. Uh, he fails. He's going to take... Ooh, I get plus five now. Give him the biz. Uh, uh, 11 points of radiant damage. Nice. And that is going to be my turn. You let loose a blast of radiant energy, and he is, seems to be unable to shroud himself from it as he takes the full amount of the radiant damage. Loaded for bear. Clayton. Are you alright, Ignatius? And I will firebolt his ass at a 19. <laughs> Are you alright, old man? A 19 hits. Uh, 12 fire damage. Nice. That's not bad. But is he resistant? He is resistant. And I didn't know so that. you let loose the fire damage, and it singes the fur on his body, but he smiles broadly as the flames sink into his flesh as he takes a bit of it. Kana. Uh, I'm going to move up. Uh, I'm going to make my first attack with my Aguinada and see what happens. Um, I'll use a bonus action to give myself advantage on this roll. Use my last uh, fighting spirit. Uh, it'll be a 21. Misses. I'm kidding. Yes, it is. Plus five. Ten points of silvered slashing. Hey. And I just want to see what that effect is. So you feel like it, it only does half. Oh, so yeah. silvered only works against things that, like werewolves that have a silver uh, component to it. it. Yeah. Um, I just have never seen a Yugoloth before. I, yeah. I don't imagine. So, I'm just, But so, I see that it's taken, it seems resistant to it. Yeah. So you, you see as you slide, you slash into it, it seems like it doesn't. I do. Uh, my armor's a vestige. Not, not my Naginata weapon. is not. I will drop my Naginata as a free object interaction. I'll pick up my blood spear and I'll make an attack. Uh, that'll hit with a 20, lots, 20 less. That does hit. So you're using the uh, Spear of Kaban? Yeah, Spear of Kaban. Oh, and since I dropped it, this can be versatile. So then I can use yes. it with two-handed. So then that's a D8. Perfect. I don't think I did that last time. Nice! Uh, so this is plus five. So this is 12 points of magical piercing. Perfect. As you sink the blade, the Spear of Kavan, into the stomach, into the abdomen of this creature, and you pierce through to it, you can see the look of pain in its eyes, and you know that this is what true. This is done the full amount of power. Boom. Wow. 
Um, and then uh, that'll be that'll be my turn. Perfect, Victoria. Okay, um, I am going. To- oh, I'm sorry. You had a question about your vestige. I think I I was busy doing math. So no, I think I your question oh. was should I use it. So it is it is a reaction, which means that it works like counterspell, which means that you use it in reaction to seeing or something happening. We so were discussing use- whether I could like. I w- oh. We were the meta of like, would I decide to use it after damage? I don't want to play it that way. I would want. I would to. say not after damage, but like once after you know what's happening yeah. or it hit you. So like here comes a chain lightning. Oh, I'd like to use it before you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It would work but on a counter spell. Okay. okay. Cool. Um, okay, so I am going to raise my hands up, and a, a dark swirling ball of energy will form, and I'll cast it out towards him. And- Chaos Oh no! Motherfucker. 16. To hit? That misses. Oh, fuck. You watch as Van Ripken moves to the side uh, looking at this entity and he is going to look around at all of you. And he's going to look at Shepard. Well, takes one to know one, right? From fiend to a fiend. He's going to give you a uh, bardic inspiration. Ooh. Wait, he's actually a bard? Yeah. I thought you were kidding when you said that. He's actually a bard. Uh, how much is the inspiration die? D10. Oh, let's go! Um, and you are you are then going to watch as he turns and he looks towards um, uh, as he looks towards this creature and he, and he says, you know, I may not be incredibly funny, but I am devilishly charming. <laughs> and it is going to make a save. Holy shit, I love Van Richten. And it is going to pass, so nothing is going to happen. Aww. Damn. And that is his turn. I attack the times. Yeah, no you do. Uh, the first one is going to be a 21. That hits. The second one is going to be a natural fucking 20. Yes! <laughs> yes! It's time to fucking go, baby. So, so the Slayer's oh, wow. Prey damage goes here. And then the third one, I'll just remember the middle one's the next 20. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration die on that okay. one. I can, right? Very yes, nice. you can. Very sexy, very sexy. Oh, good. That'll be a total of a 20. That's yeah. So the first roll Holy is shit. just 3d6 plus 6. Which is going to be 10, 4 is 14, plus 6 is 20 points of damage on the first attack. Okay. The second one is going to just be this, because the Slayer's crit damage hit first. Is it the crit? This is the crit. Oh, it's max damage on the crit. So, well, I almost already rolled max damage. Uh, So it'll be 6 times 4 is 24, plus 6 is 30 on the second hit. On the third hit... 30? Yes, 30 on the crit. Damn. Uh, the last one will be 11, so 61 points of total damage in three attacks. You watch as Shepard moves forward, emboldened by by Van Richten, as he lets loose three blasts in into this entity. You see his bits of fur um, and, and dark um, ichor spills out from this creature as it takes every single one of the hits. And with the second one, you see as its eyes roll back and it begins to start looking horrified. It takes the third hit and its eyes focus directly on you. Come on, man. Well, I didn't want to have to do this now. Oh, no. And it's going to look at you and it's going to point one finger directly at you. I need you to make a saving throw. Okay, I get a I get a plus six for the d six because because the Slayer's Prey is natural supernatural defense. I need you to make. I believe it's a saving throw. Actually, my yeah, it's a con saving throw. Con, yeah, I think I know what this is. It is a sixteen. DC right? seventeen. Hold on, hold on. Eight plus three is twelve. Plus five is seventeen. 
I have I have plus three con. You can you can verify me. Okay. Plus three con. Yep. All right, eight. Eight plus, plus three that's twelve. Plus five is seventeen. Holy shit! I met it. <laughs> you did. I miss. I did miss in math because I'm nervous. I'm bad yeah. at math. Sorry. You will take half the amount of damage. If that was a disintegrator or a ray of death, I was just dead. If this kills you, I'm really sorry. That's why I was like, I felt like it was very confusing me pointing my finger at you when she just did that, but I was like, do the aim! Do the thing! Disintegrate would have been really fucked up. All of my death. 56 points of damage. Half of that. You take half of that. Do we know what it was? No. Finger of death. Oh, I, I don't even know that does. I don't know how the finger Except works. Except that it just. I don't know how the finger works. <laughs> I have to see what finger of death does. I am just gonna once again. He's make a deck saving throw as I sacred flame his ass. Ooh, not terrible. Uh, dex DC seventeen. Uh, dex you say? Dex maybe uh, fifteen. It was just like a death to me. Okay, thank you. You're saying like 17 and 15s. I rolled a three, so no. A three, he takes 15 points of radiant damage. As I'm just like, as I see like, wait, so how much of the scale uh, is my biz? I don't like, know what I can do here. What? Like, don't my so, scales, so like, your, my green your, your scales? scales are still, you're yellow, right? Like a greenish. Like a, a yellowish yellow. green, yeah. Yeah, so you're, green, you've always green. been a yellowish green, but it's almost like there's an iridescence over you now. And so on occasion, when you look down and your skin is illuminated by the rays of fire, you can see as your scales shift from red to gold. Got it. And so I'm just going to just... <clears throat> just like alongside Shepard, it's basically Pulp Fiction. And I would, I would, be, I would just want to be fucking Vincent and just like... Un- <laughs> yeah. Dice! You, you do that, and he's blasted with a radiant energy. He's looking nervous now. He, he doesn't look like he's on death's door yet, but he is definitely looking like he underestimated you. Clayton. <laughs> I'm not sure much, how much more I can do, but I just learned this trick. Glossium! And I will, like, cast uh, Frostbolt. Or not Frostbolt. Ray of Frost. Uh, not Ray of Frost. It's the cantrip. Frostbite. Frostbite, thank you. Ah, that was pretty good. It's a con saving throw, DC... Uh, seven. I rolled a two. So he fails. Taking... Ah, not bad. Seven points of frost damage. You mean cold damage? Uh, cold damage. Uh, and... So three. Uh, it is disadvantage on the next weapon attack <gasps> it makes before the end of its next turn. Weapon? Yes. Specifically weapon. And now you know I think it's resistant to cold. Con. Uh, same... Thing, although I think I gained something at level ten. That uh, oh, level ten. Oh, what do you play to get ten? Uh, um, I don't know. It was a samurai. Oh, I oh, just right. It's a samurai. Oh, yeah. uh, tireless spell. Oh, when you roll initiative, have no uses of fighting spirit. Means you gain one use. Oh, that's rad. not right now. Yeah. But I will next time we roll initiative because I just used all my fighting spirit. Anyway, that's fine. Um, and I'm. Yeah, I might as well do that. Uh, I will just go ahead and make an attack. First attack with my blood spear. Um, that should hit. Yep, 21. D8. Eight! Wow! Oh, one to an eight. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Maya's pure child.
childlike joy is just something else. Uh, I love it. 13 points of magical piercing. There you go. Uh, how's he looking? He's looking similar to how he had just been looking. He, he's nervous, but he's not. Okay. He doesn't look like he's on death's door just yet. Okay. I will uh, attack again. Oh, plus nine. Ooh, maybe 16. For 16 misses. Misses? Okay. Um, and then I will just use my bonus action for second wind to regain some HP, and that'll be my turn. Okay, you do that. Uh, Victoria. I will again raise my hands up and get my balls thrilling again. Blep. <laughs> raise my That's hands up and really get balls thrilling that's why I do that, because I don't want to do something really awesome and then roll a natural fucking one. <laughs> did you roll a one? Yeah. Oh, yes, I did. No. Oh, oh, no. No. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You are peeing better than dice when you You are really convincing when you uh, put yeah, your balls out. Yeah, I just do a thing, out. and I, I do my thing with the thing. I, I pull my balls out. out. They swirl. <laughs> and then you miss. And I miss. <laughs> Wolf. I'll just my, sit in my corner. My balls miss. <laughs> yep. uh, Van Richten is is once again going to look around. Well, uh, you don't really need me then, do you? All right. Well, I'm kidding. Everybody needs me. And he's <laughs> going to give you inspiration. Yay! Hey. And then he's going to look at the Arcanoloth and he is going to say, <clears throat> Well, looks like you've got something there on your nose. Oh, no, that's just your nose. Got him! <laughs> he's going to fail! Nice. So it's fine. Hey, nothing happens. Oh. oh still a sick burn, though. Yeah. Wait, the Arcanoloth passed? The Arcanoloth passed, okay. so Van, right. Von Richten failed. I'm going to attack him times. Wait, no, actually, that's not. No, he got a six, which means he would have failed. Which so kind of failed, so... I hope, I hope Van Richten kills him with <laughs> no, vicious no, 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 mockery. No, it's not vicious mockery. Oh, it's oh. not. Um, it Even is. Um, yes, but I have to see. Yeah, you see as this creature looks down its elongated jackal <laughs> snout. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and he falls over prone in a fit of laughter. Shit. Uh, it, from a meta sense, I'm not going to use this. If I attack him, does it break the, 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 the laughter? Uh, if you attack him, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to roll again at advantage. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it's prone because he, so you but he's prone, finish. but all of my attacks are disadvantaged. So if, if, because you have crossbow master, if you get close, to if him, I just walk up to him, you won't have disadvantage. All right, I'm gonna go point curb so disaster. <laughs> yeah, hit his laughter. You're just gonna coup de Yeah, I'm just gonna like basically run up to him and pow, 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 like right in his face. Uh, twenty-five. Like uh, that? Yeah, that hits. Uh, twenty-one. Uh, yeah, that hits. Ooh. That's a 16. That misses. It's mm. pretty good. Oh, oh damn. damn. 23 plus 12 is 35. So the first hit. Yes. And then the second. So how much damage in total? 35. In total? Yes. Why did I let you play this campaign? I don't know. Fucking wheezy laugh when you get excited. <laughs> I don't think it's so friendly. Okay, um. 
you let loose your blast as the first one hits you see his eyes roll back in his head <laughs> and you hit him again and he looks at you and there's a sadness to him almost as his his innards are spilling out <laughs> and it is his turn really dark and he rolls with advantage oh he's not dead yet he rolls at advantage yeah for all the damage oh so then just because he took damage yeah at the end so of the time, right? he still failed because I didn't roll higher than an eleven. Wow! And so this will be on his turn. Yeah, I think he's just on his turn. He's, he's well, no, he takes he takes it every time he takes damage. Oh, really? Okay, he got it. rolls. But on his turn, he only rolls normally, and I got a 12, which still isn't enough. So, he's laughing <laughs> and does nothing else with his turn. Thanks, Van Richten. Thanks, Yukaska. Uh, I am just going to, to, uh, to look up. He's got seven hit points left, Mike. <laughs> Fuck! I missed my last attack! <laughs> we can this be purged by dragon fire? And I just Vincent. Uh disadvantage. <laughs> no, he's not disadvantage. because uh, just he's prone doesn't mean he's disadvantage. It's right? a saving throw. Saving throw, so deck saving throw. Come on. I need to roll a two. He's probably disadvantaged on a deck saving throw with hot laughter, right? Yeah. I got a nine. Eleven points Sorry, of, of radiant damage. He's gone. You you see as Sarnax kindles a flame in his hands and blows forward on it as if dragon fire billows out from Sarnex. He incinerates this creature as the fire catches on its fur. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> truly, truly a wicked creature. I just really wanted to do that. <laughs> That's great. That was really good. <laughs> Thanks. Tell us how you really do. <laughs> I think I killed Andy. <laughs> oh, it's gay and sweet. Oh my god. I'm sorry. What the fuck was that? Gassy. Joking jackal, Sarnax. Joking jackal. So with that, you see the smoldering body of the Arcanaloth on the floor of this oh. temple. On the floor of this uh, a statue. One fewer fiend to walk this place. Yes. It's terrible. You don't think that maybe he uh, had some sort of control over those other skull creatures you saw earlier? He must have. Unlikely. Maybe the allied. Oh, I, I'm worried if, if we head out there now, if we're still going to get fire rain on us, or if maybe they're gone too. <laughs> it's not worth the risk. We should rest. Yes. If we can. Let's us investigate, <clears throat> Professor, before we rest on our laurels. Yes. We will investigate the room. Roll an invest- group investigation check for us. Oh. Yes. Ooh. I haven't done one of those. It smells so delightful. Now I get a natty. It smells like the holidays. It's yeah. autumnal fire that's burning God, behind two of our it. friends. 23. Seven. I got a 13. Uh, you die. <laughs> I got a twenty-one. It's that time of year, y'all. Damn it! Well, that was fun. You know, fun time. I got a nine. You also die. <laughs> nine. <laughs> what did you get, Mike? I got a seven. You also die. <laughs> what did you get? Twenty. Go ahead. Twenty-one. You survive. Twenty-three. You die. 
<laughs> you're going too high. There's a threshold you have to hit. You have to get a 21 exactly, or you die. Um, yeah. It's the You look around the room and you you rifle through the things that were here, as well as through the remains of this entity, and you are able to find. Small gold spectacles with pink crystal lenses. They look to be about they look to be worth about two hundred and fifty gold pieces. And though everything else around him was singed, there are two things that seem to not catch fire: a spellbook and a robe of useful items. I throw the robe over my shoulder. I don't give a shit about this, and I pick up the spellbook. Who's gonna grab the robe? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't give a shit about leading. It's not my style. I'm just watching the professor go ham. I'll pick it up and, and kind of dust it off. And Looking at it, you it you find that there are a few patches on this rope. A bag of 100 gold pieces. Um, an iron door. That's strange. A wooden ladder. A riding horse. An actual horse in Barovia. In, in the rope. A pit. A small rowboat. Two mastiffs and a spell scroll of moonbeam. Wait, wait, like, like, just like in I'm the s- pockets? Yes. Yeah. Like she like looks it's in the pockets of the whole horse. It's they're, they're patches. They're patches oh, on the roof. They're patches. Oh, I was I very like confused. A fucking horse in the pocket. Yeah, no, I thought you meant like like they were like there was like a live horse, just like tiny little horse in the pocket. I thought it was yeah, there is tiny oh. little horse right there on the pocket. I mean, you're laughing, but it's true. <laughs> A robe of useful items. Well, no, so now I'm confused. You can pull the patches off and throw them down and they become the thing. Right, but they are not... Well, the horse is moving. So they're they're like like animated. animated patch, yeah. Interesting. Oh my goodness, okay. I will start to look through the spell book and see if I can learn anything about... There are multiple spells that are written here. Counterspell, fear, fireball at third level. Fourth level, banishment and dimension door. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> fire, fear, and fireball, or er, counter spell. Yeah. Um, fourth level is banishment and dimension door. Fifth level is contact other plane and hold monster. Sixth level is chain lightning. Hold on, sorry. Uh, contact other plane. Uh, hold monster. Hold monster. Sixth level is chain lightning. Wow. Seventh level is finger of death. And eighth level is mind blank. Wow. 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 <laughs> Joke and jackal. Okay, I got them all. I got them all. Could you read me one more time what's in the robe? A bag of a hundred gold pieces, an iron door, a wooden ladder, a riding horse, a pit, a rowboat, a spell scroll of moonbeam, and two mastiffs. Cool. And that should be in the item. Yes, so in an hour, you can easily add robe of useful items to your inventory. Oh. It's a magical item, and got it. You'll, you can add those things on. <clears throat> no information, but quite a few powerful spells. I can learn a lot from this. Does the investigation role also include like, us rifling through the eagle off itself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the investigation role is literally anything in this room that you could possibly find. Is there anything, any information about the deity, the statue? No, no, just that this is a god of secrets. <clears throat> uh, likely many secrets in this place. We should continue. Yes. It is Let's at go. this time oh. 
that you begin to hear noise coming from the room below. You are at the back of the room. So you can't see out of the face of this statue. You can hear noise, footsteps, talking. It's hushed. I'm going to creep forward as quietly as I can and just try to like see if I can peek my head out of the face of the statue and see if I can see what it is. Roll a stealth check for me. Is daylight still going? Uh, I think as soon as I would have, have uh, banished the darkness, I would have just dispelled it. It's only a minute two. 25. You crawl along the bottom as you look up and over the rim of this hollowed out <clears throat> head of the statue. And you're looking down into the center of the room where you see three figures. Stradanya von Zarevich. A man that looks very familiar. And it, it takes you a moment. I want you to roll an intelligence check. Just straight in. Ten or higher. That's what I'm looking for. You're zero in. <clears throat> you you know remember. you know <laughs> that there there is a familiarity to this face. And but it's hard to really pinpoint it. His skin is a pale blue, ears pointing. You watch, you see hands of back to Stradonia. They're communicating, talking. He looks afraid as he looks this way and that. And one other figure on the ground, on her knees, with Stradonia's blade pointed directly at her throat, Esmeralda. I'm going to immediately turn around and say, uh, <clears throat> Oh, we got company. It's uh, it's 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 Stradania and, and they got Esmeralda. We gotta go. We're out of time. We should go now. We can't let anything happen to her. We gotta go. Let's go. How far is the drop from forty feet? Forty feet. We can all <clears throat> fuck them. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> uh, does Von, does Von Richter, how does Von Richter react to this? Oh yeah, you said that. You, yeah. you look and as, as, as Von Richten, you, you see his face go completely pale. And without a word, he turns and begins to descend the stairs. Yeah, yep. and we will Same. take after him. Yeah. It follow takes, your lead, Von Richten. It takes a moment. He doesn't seem to be running, but there's an urgency to him. You, you see as he stumbles a few times and writes himself on the walls as he continues and he's muttering to himself under his breath and it's hard to hear. So you spill out. You hear his voice echo. Stradonia Von Zarovich, what is it that you want? What do you need? Let her go. Don't, don't allow this to come to blows. You can hear a a frailty and a nervousness in his voice as he runs around the side of this of this pillar, or of this. I'm sorry, the statue. He's looking directly at her. You see as Stradonia moves to the side, her blade never leaving, um, never leaving Esmeralda's face. Her face looks almost loopy. She's got a smile to it as she's staring up in Stradonia's eyes. She doesn't even seem to be bothered by the blade at her neck. Victoria, I want you to I want you to roll an intelligence check. Actually, no. You don't even need to roll this. It you <laughs> great. <laughs> it works for the story. It works. It works for the story. Your eyes dart between Stradonia, Esmeralda, 
and the man standing to the side of her. Those eyes, those are your eyes. That nose is your nose. You've seen your father every day until you left Brieg. He wasn't your father. This man is. He looks at you and you can see the recognition on his face. He composes himself and turns from you, looks to Stradania. Are we done? She turns and you see as she clutches onto the bag at her side. One side, she has the blade and the other, Tesmeralda. She clutches it. Yes, I think we are. You can have your sister back. Meet me for dinner in two nights. She does not make eye contact with him. He looks to you. He looks to all of you, and there's a sense of sadness on his face. A sense of sorrow, guilt, as he quickly turns and runs up the stairs, almost melding into the shadows around him. You see, just as the moment where his body begins to disappear and turn to shadow, you see him look at you, and he mouth the words, I'm sorry as he disappears. Shradanya looks between all of you. Mm. You are so stupid, all of you. You just let me fly away. Oh, the sunlight, it scared her. She is going to run and hide. I do not run. I do not hide. I know how to play games better than any of all of you. So... You have a choice to make. Door one or door two. And she slowly moves her fingers and lets the bag begin to fall. You see it wriggles. And as it falls, she grabs it. And she's holding onto the neck of Arabelle. Pick one. The baby girl. And she, you see as she's pressing deep into her throat. Or... The daughter of your friend, you can't have both. And just know, I move in the shadows. One wrong move and you lose them both. You shouldn't play in games you're not prepared to play. Bringing gods into my world. Gods that do not belong. Now choose. He lets himself in. I said to choose. I said nothing else that we can offer you. Oh, there were so many things, and you dawdled, you took your time. You played in games you were not ready to play, and now you have a choice. Which one do I take for my own? Be sweet, Esmeralda. And she knocks at her chin with the blade and you see that she looks up with her loving eyes. <sighs> she is so infatuated already. She would make a beautiful bride to replace the one you took from me. Well, now, we could have a deal there, don't you think? You tell me where Tatiana is, where Irina is, and I'll let you have them both. 
Can I insight check him? Yeah. I'm just looking towards the professor. Uh, you watch as Van Richten is, is standing there. He's shaking. You can see his eyes darting between the little girl and and Esmeralda. He doesn't know what to do. It's a choice he's not ready to make, and he, he can't say anything. He's shaking. Uh, rolled a 13 for insight. Try to discern if she would actually hand over both of them if we told her where. She seems to be honest, as far as you can tell. No, my patience is running thin. You can make the the choice now or lose them both. You should have left. What will you do with her if we tell you where she is? No, you will bring her to me. You will not tell me where she is. You will bring her to me. Where? Like in your castle? We're just going to waltz right up to the front door? Yes, make sure you don't knock too loudly. I might be sleeping. We'll do it. Let them go. Oh no, we don't play that game. I will take them both with me. No, you will not. I will not harm them. And when you bring me Irina, I will free them both. Or you choose. And you get one now. You can see that Arabelle is struggling. The outfit she's wearing is warm. She's got a, a woolen coat. It's a pale, pale shade of pink. A few dangles hanging from it. Her dress is thicker. Her boots are heavier material than they were. And she's looking at you with pleading eyes as you can see the <clears throat> color slowly begin to drain from her face. Under under my breath, like just loud enough for the group and the professor to hear, I just say, uh, we gotta, we gotta save him. We can't, we can't make a choice. We'll bring her Irina. Just, just, we can't let, her, can't let her kill them. If they see Steve in the castle, we'll be all right. We have time. Tick tock. Tick tock. I feel like she's being honest that she'll actually keep him safe in the castle until we bring her Irina. It's hard to tell. I would say, knowing Stradania, it would be hard for you to trust anything she says. But you don't know. When? She could be honest. When do you want her by? As soon as you can bring her. You tried to shield her from me. You tried to walk into my land and take that which was not yours. And I was kind, so kind to you for too long. But now, you will know me. You will fear me. Rudolph. What say you? <laughs> I've been looking for you, pet. You see that the look on his face is pure revulsion. Oh, don't I know it? I will give you myself to release the both of them. No, that is not an option. Oh, it is. And I will do it if need be. I wrote think about this. <laughs> you don't want you now. As long as I have her, I already, I already have you. 
and she sneers at him and you see she bites into her lip and a small trickle of blood begins to make its way down her porcelain face. So, choices. We must take the child. What? We cannot risk a child of this power going into her hands right at this moment. We're not making it. I'm not going to make this choice, aren't I? Von Richten, you make the choice. It is your burden to bear. You, you will not like the choice I make. What is your choice, Bunbrickton? I will save my daughter. If this choice is mine, I will save Esmeralda. Professor, you know what must be done. Survive some time. Tick tock, I will not wait much longer. What will you do to the other one if we choose one now? What will become of them? That all depends on which one you choose. Isn't that half the fun of this dangerous game? Suspense? The unknowing? Leave us one now. We will bring you Irina. You will free the other one at that point. Hmm, a thing I had not thought of. No. Victoria, how does it know, how does it feel to know that this sweet little child was delivered to my hands by your very own father? That he hid amongst the Vistani only to betray them? Just like you hide amongst your friends, destined to betray them. This is not true. I will not betray them. (laughs) Do you believe her? I don't. Make your choice, or I will make it for you. Professor, let's not choose today. Tick tock. Tick tock. Professor. Tick-tock. Do, do I have access to my keys? so weak. <laughs> uh, it's at your side, yes. Fuck. Do I feel like I could cast a spell without her expecting? She's fucking quick, man. Careful. Gonna, it depends on what it is, and the dice will decide. She's fucking <laughs> We're playing Dungeons and Dragons! Welcome to the game! She's quick. Ah, dude. Shushy little devil. He, he, was, he was made to play Tiefling. God. I love it. I would make a choice. I would like to be trying to like roll a slide hand. Yeah. You got your points, right? Have you used any points? I don't think you did. No, he has a... Uh, oh. Luckstone. So, uh, 22. Stressing me out. <laughs> we will make 
that I'm just going to stow something in my in my coat in my, in my coat pocket. My coat. Um, let me just read read the spell real quick. <laughs> No magic, and I feel like I fucking have a spell up my ass being like, uh, yeah. sapping. Let's fucking go, Professor. Okay, um, okay. Say the word. I'm gonna look over to as the professor is like reaching down, is pocketing, he's, he's distracting Shredanya, maybe if he is. I'm going to look to. Uh, over to Shepard, and I'm going to say, Whisper, the savior of doomed children. I want you to roll sleight of hand to see if you can hide, cover that up. Okay. Sleight of hand. It's going to be a nine. I will say... If I make a decision, will you release them right now? The one you have chosen to save, yes. I choose the girl. Which one? The young girl. The child. She I drops. choose the child. She drops Arabelle from her full from the full length of her arm, you hear as she slams against the ground, you hear a sickening crack beneath her. She lets out a yell and begins to whimper and cry. She looks up for a moment, confused. She's trying to claw Someone her. Someone collect her, please. I immediately run forward to go grab her. It will be all right, child. And I'm going to use healing word on her as... Esmeralda, and then I'm... So I put her behind Do, do I feel like Stradania might be somewhat distracted? No. Um... Now, you have made your choice, and you, you heard the sound of crunching bone when Arabelle fell. But as you look over her body, you see no broken bones. It's as you look to the side, and you see Von Richten weeping into his hands, crumpled to his knees. It's the sound of his knees smacking against the stone as he fell with full force. He's staring at Esmeralda, this pure look of complete horror and terror, but he's it's almost as if he is overcome with an inability to move forward or do anything. So I will, in my pocket, I will reach in. What I will say is, I also choose you, Esmeralda, and I will pull out a ball. The top half is a semi-spherical uh, red piece of gum Arabic. The bottom piece uh, is a uh, piece of white glass creating a ball with a button on the front. Uh, that's literally how it's described. And I will throw it at Esmeralda, um, casting Resilient Sphere on her. Um, what is, so there's a range on it, you're throwing it from it's 30 feet. I want you to roll a, I want you to roll a dexterity. See who's quicker. Oh, shit. Twisted. Or it is a... We have twists. We have twists. I'm gonna twist it. I'm gonna twist it. I'm gonna use lucky die. What the fuck? Don't you important too? I do important for her. Ooh, Il Wamba. Whatever she rolled is a three. 
and I got a uh, a I got a fifteen. Can you legendary resistance support me? No. What? It's not a saving throw. I mean, ultimately, it's Nikki's choice. It's if it's a guy, I mean, like, but you you can do just straight checks. It's not just saving throws and ability checks. Well, I guess this would be ability. Oh check. wait, yeah. this came up. This is a contest. I, so I would say probably raw would say you couldn't, but you are also God. You're, yes, I, I am. It's, it's literally whatever you want to do, right? But in this moment, I am trying to trap her into D and D's version of a pokeball. I'll allow you to trap her. So you. Sorry. You pull from your pocket and you toss forward this ball and you see as the reflection of it ignites in Shredanya's eyes. She sees it coming and she is quick. Far quicker than all of you. As she swings her blade around and slices the head from Esmeralda's body. And as her body falls forward, the spear overtakes her. And she is held inside of it. I told you not to, to do anything stupid, but I was quick, far quicker than you. You hear the burst of pain from, from Von Richten as he slumps forward and wails in agony, reaching out, his cries echoing throughout this entire place as you see the bottom portion of the sphere begin to pull with blood. You have made your choice. I'll dispel it. You watch as her body crumples and falls to the ground. Well, that wasn't supposed to be her fate, but it seems like a fitting end to someone who's unwilling to listen. And you see as she moves forward slowly, as her arm shoots out and elongates, the other shoots out and elongates. Her form begins to get larger and larger and larger until she forms into a vampire bat of preposterous size, filling up almost the entirety of this room. You look at her and you see blood dripping from the fangs in her mouth. She walks over slowly, one step, two step toward the stairwell. Beneath her feet, the body of Esmeralda, she kicks it back towards you. Sails, a streak of blood smearing across the stone that sails directly towards you. And in all of your minds, you hear, she did not have to die today. That blood is on your hands. The cursed Azram. She begins to flap and fly from the Amber Temple. When she is gone out of the temple, do I ever feel like my gift was removed? Did she make it over there? You do not feel like your gift is removed. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at Van Richten and then turn back to her body and I'll kneel down beside her and just place my hands on her. Don't, don't, don't touch her. Don't, I will, I will deal, I will clean her up. Don't touch her, all of you. Get away from her, get away from me, how could you? How could you choose one life over another? Victoria, please. How could you make that choice? 
Call Who him. are you to choose someone's fate? And you see as he stands up, his body is shaking. Then he looks at you and he spits at your feet. This Who the hell do you think you are this to choose someone's fate, you coward? And he pushes at you as he stumbles towards the body of Esmeralda. He falls down onto the ground over her. And in, in his horror, he, he reaches out and he looks like he's, he's about to retch as he grabs the head lying to the side of the floor. And he pulls it into his hands and he brings it to the body, almost as if to join them, but it's still slightly cocked to the side, not fully adhered as he leans down and he brushes the hair from her face. Please, please step away from her. No, you no, do not tell me what to do. This is grab his hands and bring them into mine. He, he tries to he tries to move you away. All of you. I know that this is dark time. You're so with me. quick to make a choice. You're so quick to take others' fate into your own hands. Van Richten. She tried to save this. you. She tried to help you. I can fix this. She went to destroy those things to release you from your curse. Her and you so quickly gave her life. Her fate would have been far worse had she left with her. Either way. You do not know this. And that... Clayton Azran is your folly. You believe you know the outcomes of things. You traipse your way to this temple believing you know what will happen here. You know nothing. You ignorant fool, you know nothing. I'm gonna, as he's letting it go, I'm just gonna hold his hands tightly and just begin to chant. He just, he starts to cry and cry and cry. Pray and chant and chant and chant. And um, so this, it takes an hour. What is the spell? Raise Raise dead. Does it? Does it need? So, how does decapitation affect raised dead? Automatically fail. Uh, if it spell was, closes I, all mortal wounds, but it does not restore nothing. So, if, yeah. If it was, if it's not it's a normal, if it's not an eldritch, it's not true resurrection, right? It's not. It's not regenerative. Grab Vandross' hand, shit, right? That's what I was afraid of. Now, yeah. Sorry, to burst your bubble. Work. Sorry, to burst your bubble. Yeah. Well, never mind. I just feel like a dick because he just <laughs> begins to cry over her. You're holding on to his hands. You're trying to give him what comfort there is, and occasionally he looks up at you, and you see that that spark of warmth. As he just cries over the body of Esmeralda. So did did it feel like my portent did anything? Yeah. Okay. Um. Then I will. Uh. I will turn to him and I'll say. It was a choice that had to be made. And we could not leave that child in Fladanya's hands. Even alive and unharmed. It was not a risk that any of us Stop yelling at each other. It's horrible what happened. Why are you yelling? Stop it. All of you. And you see as she gets up and she begins to dust herself off. My life was not worth hers. It's my fault I'm here. Yes, it is my fault because... And you see as she rifles around in her pack and she pulls out the Journal of Strahd. Your, 
and she walks over her hand shaking. My uncle took this from you when you were with us. He was going to give it back to her. And I saw it in my mind. And so I wanted to be an adventurer. So I put on my, I put on all of my nice clothes and I packed a bag that had all of the clothes that I could wear if things got cold because I didn't know where you were going and I followed you. And then, and then that man, the, the dusk elf man, the one who leads the dusk elf camp, he, he, he found me and he said that he followed me to make sure I was okay and that he knew where you had gone and he started to leave me here and then when I fought back he, he he put me in the bag and he brought me to her but I would not I would not have been here if I hadn't left if I hadn't tried to leave again and he told me not to and I went and it is my fault and it is my fault that she died and you should have let her take me child it is not your fault I was stupid and hard-headed, just like my daddy says. Well, he doesn't call me stupid, but he says I'm hard-headed. And then it's my fault that you... That you have to make okay. I'm gonna... It's a good thing you've got a hard head. You fell all that way. At least I have things all right. Arabella, we were... We were trying to save both of you. I couldn't, I couldn't speak because she had her finger on my throat, but she wasn't going to kill her. I saw it in her. She wasn't going to kill her. She was going to use her as bait to get you to, to the castle. She wasn't going to kill her, but I couldn't say it because she, she, she had her finger on my throat. Damn it. I'm going to bring her in and hold her and give her a tight tug and just let her like cry. But she, she looks at Clayton. You, you shouldn't have done that. But what I saw in her, what she would have done if you hadn't used that ball, was far worse. She was going to rip her soul from her very body. At least she got a, a, a clean death. That was my thought precisely. It's terrible, but... Adol, I'm so sorry you had to witness that. It was no. a risk. It was a calculated risk. I knew that if she killed her in any other way, Victoria could bring her back. Without her mother. It's as if she knew. She knows everything. I could see into her body, into her mind. She knows you are collecting the items. She's preparing for it. Why doesn't she just kill us now? She enjoys it. Every moment that you look scared, every moment that you look sad, when when you when and she looks to von Richten, when he crumbled in pain, the joy she felt was so immense. Sonex, is there anything you can do for me? I'll step forward. <clears throat> I'm gonna cast my light over everything, and I'll look up at at uh, Victoria and say I there is much the power of Garrix can do but not not this I cannot bring her back but but, but you, ca you can do that because you are powerful you could take her to the winery I'm going to try I am a weak cleric, a weak acolyte, a cultist who asks much of his god. And I already died today. 
and he brought me back. But perhaps there is one last chance. Perhaps his lingering presence still with us for one final act, and I will, I swear it, Fire Lord, I will not be so cavalier with my requests. I'm going to place my lantern down besides them. And I'm going to sit, I'm going to kneel down before the lantern, and it's an action. Fire Lord, forgive me for my insolence for asking again. But this is the last time I will call on your aid for some time. A comrade has fallen in battle in a way that I, as a mere mortal of your light, can return her. She will be a great ally in bringing destruction and renewal to this place. I ask for your intervention. And I'm going to use divine intervention. What does divine intervention do? I need to roll a percentile die. Yes, you do. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. What does it do? I want to know. We'll see if Garrick intervenes. Like, literally, the thing yes. just says, like, the god may. It's literal divine intervention. And what do I got to roll? Center lower. Center lower. So you're going down. I will say, twists of fate can be used in divine intervention, just like I do in Feywild, but... Oh. Right. How many? You can blow all your twists, but it might not get you down or lower. Yeah. So we're, we're looking... 86. Twist it. Twist it? Yeah, twist it. What's the goal below 50? You're 10, 10 or 10 or below. 10 10 below. It's his level oh, I'm doing my star next, next. I'm doing my star next. Oh. Next. It's very interesting. Doing star next, guys. Thank you, chat. 15. Ah! One more time. So, do you want to use one more twist? Yes. If we're going with my roll of an eight. No way. What? Eight. Thank you! We said two more twists. Mike only did one because Anansa just gave us a thousand. I was like, all right, I'm going to roll and I'll, I'll let them use the last one, my roll. And I got a fucking eight. So I'll let you use it. All right. Let's see what happens. We'll see what happens. As I, as I sit before my lantern and I pray. But only if you want to use it. Yes. Yes. Fuck yes. So it's up to you. I got to get a yes from everybody. Yeah. It's not my choice. I'm my up for whatever the group decides. 100%. I was trying to help him with it. It's, it's absolutely my, it, to me, it's Mikey's choice. I'm yes, with whatever Mikey decides. I will say whatever the DM decides to do. I think that is very generous if you would like to do that. But if if not, you know, I rolled to I'm, see what was going to happen. I'm happy. I am happy to to take whatever the DM decrees. It will be different than what you were expecting because we're using my dice. You move forward. You begin to call on Garrix the Fire Lord. Your lantern begins to shake this way and that. As you see the avatar of Garrix within begin to stir, the light begins to ignite and undulate within the lantern. 
the avatar swirls around within. And where you stand, a beam of radiant firelight extends from the heavens to the floor, consuming you and everyone in this room. You feel the warmth on your skin. You feel the power of Derek's in you, around you, through you. Begin to move forward. You can hear the breathing of a dragon just over your shoulder, but not there at all, almost as if Garrix is watching you, waiting for you to do whatever it is that you're going to do with the magic that he has given you. And as you walk closer to the body of Esmeralda, you see as Van Richten is holding her head, caressing her cheek with his shaking hands. There's smile on her face, peace. She was happy before the final blow. He's trying as hard as he can to right the head, to keep it where it should be. You see as he's taken one of her shawls that she used to wear on her hair with the, um, the bright, vibrant purples. He's draped it over her neck to shield the wound. You see where the blood is beginning to soak along the edges, saturating it. But it doesn't seem to be bothered. As you move forward, you hear the creaking sound of your lantern opening as the avatar unfurls his wings and flies out and begins to circle around Esmeralda. You see as he lands gracefully on the floor, small, maybe only a foot high, a small red and gold dragon wormling. As it crawls its way towards her body, you see as it takes one of its talon hands, it rips the shawl from around her neck and flings it behind it. As it walks up to her, you see as its head turns from side to side as it blinks and looks. Its tongue darting out of its mouth as it slowly begins to lick at the wound. You watch, you see embers, smoke, unfurling every time its tongue laps the skin. And where once had been the severed head is now... No sign at all that it had ever been removed. The skin renewed, reinvigorated. Though Esmeralda does not stir, and her chest does not rise, and she looks to still be without life, the avatar of Garrix climbs on her chest, makes a small circle, freezes the flames out over her, and flies up and nestles into your lantern. I thank you, Fire Lord. Garrix, be praised. Damn right. We owe you more than just one of our lives. He looked down at Van Richten. He runs his fingers along the place where there should be a deep scar. And you can see the large tears spilling from his eyes, but he's so choked up he, he can almost, it's, it's as if he can't make words. You're standing nearly immediately behind him. He reaches back and he grabs your arm and he squeezes it. I don't know what that magic was, but at least it's not in that state. And he looks up and you can see the pain in his face. I thank you for it. I did what I could as a mere vessel. 
Well, we need to get her out of here. No. What do you mean, no? You're making more choices for people's lives. Not, not going to leave her on the floor of this horrific place. We don't intend to. I'm still kneeling. Um, I will continue to pray. Try to cast straight. To begin to channel the magic of the dark gift that still resides inside of you. You know nothing about this type of spell, but you can feel the shadows undulating around you. Occasionally the whispers, Use it. Use the power. Oh, God. Let us help you. You know we can do it. She's on the precipice, but we'll beckon her back for you. And you shake your head to the noises and the whispers. No one else can hear this, but you begin to see as shadows swirl around Victoria. In the shadows themselves, faces, ghostly, undead faces, lunging forward in mere screams but making no but making no sound as they swirl around the magic getting darker and darker and a ray of pure white light shoots up out of the body of Esmeralda I need all of you to roll a d20 for me so as so Sarnax would basically notice as spooky things would be happening that he would want to stop it but I, if, we're, if it takes an hour to do it that, does that would be a normal thing of part of Ray's dead. I'm, so part of her Ray's dead is it does not take an hour. Oh, oh. interesting. I only rolled a six. I don't know what we're rolling for, but I didn't roll well. I didn't either. Maybe I, I did. I don't know. <laughs> I either roll really well or really bad. <laughs> so just so we understand, there is no role associated with Ray's dead. This is something nope, extra. But it's very similar to what you had to do when you right. raised other people because you're technically not going within the rules of how these things work. Sure. She had a severed head. We used divine intervention. So this is, uh, I just want you to roll for it. Yeah, I didn't roll for shit. <laughs> I didn't either. I got a two. Uh, I will, who, got the, who rolled the lowest? Uh, can I use a portent on this? Yes. Probably Kana. Kana's uh, is now a 14. Thank you. Yeah, let's twist three. Oh, baby, we got. We still got a few. We still got a few. How many are you twisting? Uh, I'm gonna twist mine. Well, more. what did you roll, Sarnax? I rolled an eleven. That's above a ten. Yeah. Be, I would say at least below the ten. I'll take one. Yeah, let's okay. do it. yeah. Both of you take a twist. So just two. Thank you, Chad. Thank, Thank you, Chad. Chad. You're the best. If we're gonna go this far, we might as well 14, see it through. 17. I got a seventeen. That's much better. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. What did you get? So seventeen. Fourteen. Eleven. Seventeen. Fifteen. I'm very tired. Were you doing something? Well, so I'm unable, if it's an action, then I'm unable it, to do it. It is an action. Yeah, so I'm unable to do anything. So I do not trust this, uh, uh, Victoria. You hear just a faint voice of Sarnax behind you, but the swirling shadows around you are overcoming your senses as you hear the voice of Sycane the Soul Hunger. Yes. Give in to the shadows. To begin to channel the energy of the dark gift into this body. You now feel something come over you. Your personality isn't quite the same. You now have a following. You now have this flaw as part of your personality. 
If you help someone, you always expect payment in return. But you begin to channel into this and thinking about all of the horrible things that Esmeralda has done to you and how much you dislike her. But as you look over and you see the sadness on Von Richten's face, you know you cannot leave him with a life like this. You channel the energy in. He sees what you're doing. He grabs your hand and he begins to channel whatever magic, whatever power he has in his own body to assist you. The shadows swirl and undulate faster and faster and faster. Your hair is blowing from side to side. It's almost as if you're in the midst of a tornado. Her body begins to rise up in the swirling tendrils of shadow and air as it spins faster and faster and faster. You're all watching as you see her body, her limbs flailing this way and that. Blood, the blood that was on the ground, um, almost like a um, horrific Blinsky kaleidoscope. The wind is whipping it along the amber floors, creating these horrific images of her the, the blood that had been spilling forth from the wound around her neck. And as she makes the final turn, you see as her body rises up and she lets out a scream as her eyes open up. It's almost as if she's in the most intense pain she's ever been in in her entire life. And she screams out. Her eyes look wild, a pure, dark, shadowy black. And as she blinks, you begin to see the color of her eyes change. Her body slumps forward and the shadows lower her to the ground. She stumbles forward and she rests her hands on Van Richten. Why are you looking? Why are you looking so horrified, Pop? There's nothing to see here. I'm fine. You see, as he looks up at her, he reaches up to touch her face. If you ever pull that shit again, I'll kill you myself. But he smiles. And he wraps his arms around her. And he gives her the biggest hug. I can't believe that it worked. Well, I do not mean to be overly cautious, but would you allow me? I know you just returned from death. I guess I can say I know how that feels. Allow me to inspect you? I'm not sure if I'm willing to do that. I am a ghost! I'm perfectly fine, sir. It's fine. Do whatever you want. Oh, that used more energy than I expected. Yes, I just wanted to freak him out a little bit. He's being paranoid. Why would you say you're a ghost when you're clearly not any kind of specter or apparition? I should have known that was going to happen. That makes no... And I'm going to try... Rudolph, when he's done looking over my body and making sure I'm not some horrific abomination, do you want to leave here? And he looks up at her and looks around at all of you. Yes, no, I, I think I do. Would that be amenable to you? I, there's a teleportation circle at the gates over at Zulenka Pass that will get us straight back to the Abbey of St. Markovian. I think that I think that Esmeralda could use a date with the abbot. Wait, you can teleport? Well, yes. How do you think we got here so quickly? There's a circle. Yes. The other end is in the abbey. The abbot... Let us know that you believe that you're on your way here. And so, when Esmeralda awoke, the two of us decided to head this way. He allowed us the use of his teleportation pad. Do you want me to have a scroll for that? Do I? Yes. No. Worth a shot. I personally would like to go with the two of them, but if you think that there's still stuff we need to figure out here, then maybe Van Richten can tell us what to look for. We need you here. 
Well, I wasn't intending well, on leaving everybody behind and then all of us go. Actually, something. And you see as he grabs Esmeralda around the waist and he pulls her to him. You are not walking away. Don't even try it. Fine, I won't. Tell them what you want to, old man. And she looks around at all of you. And she smiles at each one of you. She looks to Clayton really quickly. I don't blame you. I would have saved the little girl, too. But, you know. I'm sorry the choice had to be made in the first place. Well, you piss off someone like that. You can expect more choices. I should have not gone off on my own. Connor offered to come with me, and I would not allow it, out of pride. I won't make that mistake again. It's good. Well, old man, let them know what you want, and then... You can carry me to the gate. I'm feeling weak. She looks at him and does a faint, a fake fainting motion. He just chuckles and looks at all of you. I believe that one of these amber sarcophagi is the one that Stradonia used to gain her power. If you could find it, whichever one it is, it might answer questions now. I've heard tales of a very powerful wizard that lives in this place. I do not know a name, but he's hidden away somewhere in here. He does not get involved in Stradonia or the goings of the rest of of the Upper Temple. But he is the guardian of the most extensive library I've ever heard tale of. The knowledge that could be in that place. I. You see as he kind of moves his feet back and forth. Would give. And then he looks to. He looks to Esmeralda. Almost anything. To see it. A library. Yes. Is it here? I said those words exactly. Well you said he was a guardian and that the wizard was here. But no. I didn't want to presume. And the tale goes to suggest he still lives. In some form. But, we did see a body. as we all know, what is life in a place like this? Yes. Before you go, you should rest. I believe we all need to rest. Yes. Well, Esmeralda and I will rest when we get to the Abbey. We'll send word. You and won't stay the night. <laughs> this play is not a chance. Well, no, not quite in this place. I'm not sure I am understanding. Uh, what if I said that could make us all very comfortable for the night? You just killed my daughter. I'm not playing word games with you. I could provide us a home for the night. A safe home, a comfortable home. You've just been through a lot. We all have. We've been out of character. We've been up for like a while, right? Yeah, you've been up all day. I mean, it, it's not like I mean, I guess it's kind of crazy. Like, I would say you're, you probably wouldn't normally be sleeping for another like five to six hours. Okay, so would it, it would would it be unreasonable to like go to sleep now, based on what we've been through? Yeah. Or? Okay. I can provide us a home, but. If you need to go, I won't stop you. Well, 
I'll leave that up to Esmeralda to decide. Um, I did like the idea of the abbot's breakfast. You know, it was great. Mm. She did raise me. She has a nice ass, so... We'll stay if you want us to. But I want a massage. From you, and not from the mage hand. You know all my tricks. I can't say it'll be the best massage, but... You've been through a lot. Yes. Well, join me. And I would like to lead everybody into the... Uh, into, let's say into one of these rooms back here. Uh, with, with, with all the shit in it. Um, you, you, can, you can think back here? Yeah, back there. Okay. Um, the flying furniture room. The flying furniture room. Just where there's a bunch of stuff. And I want to close the door, and I'll say, if you would like to stay here, I would be too comfortable, and the rest of us will move on. Is that all right? You do not make any sense. I understand I just died, but I'm not stupid. Allow me to show you. And I will put my case down on the ground, and I will say, Magnifico, and I'll pop open. And staring down into it, you can see uh, a little stairwell, very narrow staircase going down. How did you do that? Is this a trick? Am I, like, completely dead? To be fair, we've never seen this either. No, I've just unlocked this ability. Are you going to touch me and do that weird thing, Sanax? I would just like to make sure you are well... I'm going to like look at her neck wounds and then so I'm going to like you, try to get the sense of her like not being like a horrible shambling you scrying place your hand it. on her chin and you move to turn her head to look at her neck and you feel her neck go limp I'm just kidding I just released all of the muscles to freak you out it's fine and you look you look at her at the wound and there is no wound there all but a very very faint line you know at one point it had been severed, but the avatar of Garrix has done its work, the blessing of your god. And she seems to be Esmeralda. Is your will is your own, then, girl? Is my will ever my own? Yes, it is. Well, tell that to my emotions. How may I speak with them? Oh, you are something else, aren't you? It was a joke. Oh, I see. She is well. Oh, you would not survive on your own. Are we going down to that case? Yes. uh, We will join you later. Yes. Lucas will show you to your rooms. What's a Lucas? He's my assistant and butler. Let's show you a guide you. Oh, right, well. Well, yes. (laughs) You know, I've had enough today, so whatever you say, (laughs) Professor Azran. Come on, Pop. Perhaps we can all go downstairs and take a look. Maybe we can have a moment to rest. Just for the hour, then? Yes, for a minute. Oh, for a minute, yes. Even better. All right, I'll show you around. A minute can hurt me. 
use some time just yeah. tell yeah, me what happens. happens. DM uh, this moment, Rick. So we will. Well, I will lead the way, and yeah. I'll take my top hat off to get through, and then and I'll put it back on. So we walk down a very narrow stairway, and then at the bottom is a door. Um, and when you open the door, you, uh, you see a grand uh, foyer, foyer, foyer. Uh, and I will lead everyone. Um, uh, welcome to my home away from home. I immediately start taking off my shoes and neatly putting them in the corner. Um, and so it'll open up into a Victorian uh, townhome. A, a, a very large kind of round, uh, or not round, but a kind of a rectangular, uh, very tall townhome. Um, and yes, here's the dining room and the study and the sitting room. And uh, and you'll see kind of... Oh, Lucas, thank you. Listen, I'll, this is a I'll hand him my hat <laughs> and you will see a servant that, uh, a kind of a, a spectral servant, and he will take my hat and put it on Lucas, yeah, actually forms in here. Um, and there are a bunch oh, of other, there are a bunch of other yeah, servants. Yeah, he becomes spectral here, not about, uh, please, um, uh, take these two to, to guest rooms and please make them comfortable. Well, this would have been uh, nifty a few weeks ago. Uh, yes. Yes. Really magnificent. Or, or last night or yesterday, it would have been useful. Or, you know, any of the last six months we've been together. Yes, well, I just gained the ability to... I've just unlocked the secret. I've been working quite hard and uh, through Garrix's power, I solved that puzzle. Magic is just great, isn't it? It's the best. Um, We're gonna go find a room then. Yes, you want me to follow yes. the weird invisible man? Yes, Lucas, please. Then I invisible man. Show them to your to their rooms. Are they all named Lucas? No. Oh, there's a bunch of mucus and pucus. No, that's Philip and there's uh, Charlie. There's Amanda and there's Charles and there's and I just go I'm off and I name all, all the different servants. You get a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like a hundred servants. <laughs> also, I, I list a hundred. I'll, I'll have a whole list. <laughs> Charlie, um, please. Pucus, lead the way. Uh, all right. Well, I suppose we can join me in the study, and I'll I'll, I'll go and uh, I'll sit down in, in like a big comfy chair, and there will be plenty you, of seating around. Richten, There's a fireplace going. You see Van Richten looking as Esmeralda is being led towards the room. He's looking between her and you. Do I allow her to go on her own? Do I do I, do I go with her? Do you need me? No, no, you'll be fine. Please, just rest. You've both been through a lot. Good. I, I didn't want to leave her side. Yes. Not, not yes. yet. You can share a room. And he, for the first time, looks directly towards you. He runs over and he embraces you. And you feel the hot air from his mouth as his lips start suckling your... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want to what see that face. Fuck? I just want to see that face. You, you I was like, feel- <laughs> it's a horrible nightmare. Daddy, no! <laughs> you feel the hot air as his lips are right next to your ear as he says, I will never be able to repay you for what you've done. That's, that's right. It's silly. We'll, we'll talk about payment later. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> he seems caught off guard for a moment, but he uh, so he takes his hand and he uh, he squeezes the upper portion of your arm. Yes, thank you. Rest now. Yes, <laughs> that was good. So well played. 
and he <laughs> makes his way down the hallway, following along behind Esmeralda and Pucus. Charles. <laughs> um, and so I'll, I'll we can we can rest for an hour and then we can continue. Yeah, I mean you're in charge. I could use a minute or two, I guess. Yes, I could take a minute to breathe. What's the floor like in here? Um, the floor is it's there's like a nice, you know, oriental rug. Oh um, I love oriental. And there, you know, it's it's lots of dark woods and kind of rich mahogany mm. uh, and lots of kind of reds and purple fabrics. Channel Four News is on the telly and the Got it. yeah, yeah, the weather's on. Fireplaces are on. It's raining. Um, <laughs> well, I would with hate a chance of meatballs. to ruin your rug. Do you have a broom or a mop that I could use? Eat it. You have to bring some of them up. Edith! Thank you, Edith. <laughs> so I'm in my very sweaty socks and my broom in my hand and I'll lay my naginata down and as everyone is sitting down on all the plush couches, I will uh, take a moment to channel my blossoms of the spring breeze as I'm um, humming gently to myself and uh kind of walking backwards and runically uh, gesturing onto the floor with the soft bristles on the oriental mark so it doesn't scratch it up. Um, I will go around in a circle and create a ring of peace to, for one minute and everyone benefits oh. uh, from a short rest. So I can use uh, hit dice? You use your hit dice and Beautiful. you sense the soothing... A soothing of your souls and calming of your minds. Mm. Uh, so right as the breaking of your bones. Right as she finishes, uh, she's like about to finish. Oh, here comes Baxter now, and you see one come in with a tray and it has a bunch of tea oh. and like uh, <clears throat> like biscuits, and it has like sandwiches. And it's like, oh, oh, no, sorry, Baxter. Uh, I, we, I guess we're ready to go. Apologies. <laughs> Baxter kind of looks dejected, and he'll turn around and he'll leave with the with the tray. Um, and that'll be, and I guess we'll, we'll short rest in that minute. I hold the broom out for Edith to oh, collect it. Hell yeah. Edith will take the broom. Excuse me. I only have like two, two, three. I only have three thing majiggies. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, rest. I'm about to be out here. Yeah. I'm going to uh, <laughs> cast uh, Mage Armor myself. Okay. I would. I'm trying to think of when I did that. Has it been say eight hours yeah. since we entered the tunnel? Oh, good point. Uh, no. Okay, maybe I'll not do that. Okay, we've just been That's through a point. We've been no, it's not been eight hours. Because yeah. most of the day was traveling to the temple. Yes. Right? Yeah, okay. we both cast when we yeah. went in. The, the second, like we, we looked at it, we go, "Oh, fuck. <laughs> dark and spooky." <laughs> no, so you're, you're probably sitting around five, maybe six hours. Okay, so we're getting close. All right, I suppose. As comfortable as this is. Ah, I hope you are all feeling better. So what are yeah. we going to be doing? Uh, and you look over, having over forgotten completely about Arabelle. <laughs> oh, and she's sitting in a plush chair, her legs kicking back and forth. You can't have that and I'll, t- I'll rip the bottle of brandy out of her hand. <laughs> you You're said, a child! When we walked in, you said that they would get us anything. So I asked Carlisle if he would get me that. Carlisle, you... you how could you, Carlisle? You may have. I'll have to take this out of your pay. She is a 
peppy little firecracker. I'll, I'll shove the bottle of brandy back in Carlisle's hand, and he'll, uh... Are you, are you feeling all right? Yes, one second. Hyacinth, will you get me a cup of sherry, please? No, no alcohol. Anything else she would like? Well, within reason, anything that makes sense, you bring a child. Uh, sugar, sugar things. Uh, uh, bring us some toffee, please. I don't they want quite toffee. the sweets in here. Toffee makes your head go crazy. Uh, bring her an apple. An apple? An no, apple. why? You don't eat apples. What do you eat? What do you want? What do you want? Do you have any vodka? No, no, no. You will not have any alcohol at all. That's what you think. How about we compromise? She can have some chocolate cordials. I don't want any candy. Candy Is makes you your on the inside. Could I have just what's on the inside? <laughs> no! Well, then what's the point of eating the whole thing, then? No. Candy you, makes your head go. Oh. You've been through a lot. I'm not going to responsible, be responsible for any more harm to any children for the rest of the day, please. But tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Clarence, make sure that she's very comfortable, but no alcohol. Do you have a swimming pool? Yes. Do you have a swimming pool? Well, now I do, yes. How, what, what do you mean now you do? You did. What's that? What do you mean now you do? Well, I didn't, but then I just went... <laughs> If I made one. If I do that with my face, will I may be able to make a swimming pool? I don't think it works that way. You could try. Yes, I would spend quite a deal of time trying. It's pretty good. I don't have a swimming pool. You look like the professor for a minute. Yeah, but just cuter. <laughs> she smiles at you. I'm going to walk over to her and kneel uh, so that I'm like shorter than her while she's sitting on the plush um, on the couch. Um... I know everything is so fresh still in your mind, but you mentioned that your uncle stole the journal of Stradania and was hoping to give it to you. Yeah, he was, but I took it back. And then I got captured, then I watched that lady's head fall off, and now her blood's all over my dress. And now she's sleeping. The man that took you, have you seen him before? Yes, he lives at the place where we live. Do you know why, Arabel? he was trying to give the book to Stradon? Is he trying to get her on his side? I don't know what you mean. Why? My uncle likes Stradania. Mm. Why does he like her? I don't know. Probably because they're both mean. But I didn't say that. Don't tell him I said that. I he would love me anyway. Would your father be upset? Would he, he doesn't. know? He's upset all the time, and he would not like it, but I think he kind of knows and just pretends like it's not happening, you know, because it just makes it easier for him, I think, and I was missing and stuff. Oh, no. He's probably really sad that I'm gone again. I, oh, that the the Dusk Elf man said that he told my dad that we were together, but I think he probably didn't. I think you're right. So he probably doesn't know that I'm with you. So he probably thinks I'm dead again. Oh, poor daddy. Arvo, can you promise me something? Probably not. If I gave you something, 
Would you be willing to stay and come? Maybe. Nice one. That doesn't sound like a good thing to make wine from. Do you... Would you be willing to stay here until we can come get you? And then we can take you home. Well, it is really nice here, but... I want to go on an adventure. I got completely dressed up and ready to go, and I even started on my journey before I was captured, and then used as a pawn to try to convince you to go to Castle Ray. Arabelle, so, you almost died. Why are you yelling that. at me? I'm not you yelling. Don't yell. You I am don't talking yell. loudly. It's not, that's yelling, Professor. No, it is not. There's a yes, difference yes. between this Please and yelling. Don't yell at me. It's okay. It's okay. I don't want to yell at you. I'm going to go walk towards, uh, towards Shepard and just kind of sit down and put my lantern <laughs> on. I am sitting in a nice comfy chair yeah. with my legs skate up and I'm sipping on like the, the most delicious bourbon I've ever had in my entire life. I'm just going to sit. If I let you bed. have some brandy, will you please agree to be quiet and stay here for the rest of the night? You don't have to be quiet, but you can stay here. You promised me. You yelled at me and I told you not to do it. I'm not yelling. I should apologize. I'm sorry loud. if it appeared that way. Mm. It was not my intention. Don't make me angry again or you will regret it. If I give you a small glass, will you have a nice sleep? You would... Hmm. No, I don't want to go to sleep. Well, not to sleep. You there's a pool go here. Down to the I, can, pool. I can tell all of them. I can tell Delilah to go do something fun. Professor... You ever hear the story about the mouse and the cookie? Yes, I have heard that one. And what story you will not this? be a mouse, and I'll I'm not giving you a cookie. Did you just threaten to turn me into a mouse? No, I won't turn you into... Well, I could. Wait, do you want to give me cookies? I could, but I, I don't won't. I don't need sweets. I told you that already. <laughs> what would I need to give you for you to just have a nice, pleasant, relaxing <laughs> evening in this wonderful home that I brought you to? Anything, just let me know. Professor, this is ridiculous. Just give the child liquor and let's go. This is ridiculous. Give her booze, let's go. Give the child I liquor. I Miss Isis. Northrop, one glass, please. We defeated a fiend quicker than we've gotten this child to bed. Terrible's the big bad. The big bad. Northrop will walk in with the brandy and pour a very, one of those like really tiny glasses. Like a thimble. Like, like a tiny little amount. <laughs> and he will hand it to her. Thank you, Northrop. I will accept this gift as a lady. And she, like, is still sitting there kicking her feet, but she, like, fake curtsies. She takes it. So, what are we doing after tonight? And she begins to drink it. <laughs> that was disgusting! Bring her some milk, please. Yeah. You all right? No, that was so gross. Why would you give me poison? What, what do you mean? You, you, you wanted what you didn't even know you didn't have before? I've never had alcohol before. My daddy's never given it to me. <laughs> this one's killing me. I'm going to step up. Why would her. you ever give that to a kid? I'm going to lean down and say... What is wrong with you? She's got you there, Professor. Well, we've taught her a valuable lesson. Be careful that is what disgusting. Oh, my God, my tongue is on fire. It'll pass, it'll pass, it'll relax. We should go. Child, by definition, it is literally poison. Okay, that's what I said. Enjoy tea instead, and your mind will be sharper. 
Did you know that when you talk to me, you sound like you're threatening me? Do I sound threatening to you? Yeah, I literally <laughs> just said that. You do not understand do why. Okay. I have one request, however. Okay. May we hold hands briefly? Do we have to? She's gone through a lot tonight, so I'm perhaps later. I would like to see. But if I see horrible things, that would be terrible for someone who's had to see bad things tonight. I got a deal for you. What? If you do what Sarnax asks, and you're feeling up to it, you're feeling all right, you can help us on our adventure by guarding the young woman and the old man. They need your help. You're strong. We shouldn't put her through that tonight. You can stay here and guard them, and you're a part of our adventure. Because keeping them alive is very important. Very dangerous. I would be the person in charge of the home while you're away? Well, no. I, I can't speak to that. The professor Maybe. lives here and owns this home, but... Lucas is in charge. You can guard them. But Lucas isn't even real. I'm looking at him right now. Lucas isn't real. He's not here right now. That's Temperance. I'm so sorry, Temperance. I thought you were Pucus. Pucus. But it is a very important role. Do we have a deal? Well, not when the professor puts it that way. Well, puts it what way? You're, He's you're... saying that I'm not as important as an invisible thing that's not real. Well, that's not. We both. Know I'm that's a not real true. person. Of course you are, and you're very strong. And you're going to guard uh, Miss Esmeralda, and Mr. Van Richten. Deal. Only if the professor says that I'm in charge of the house. I just kind of like shoot him a lot. You are in charge of the house as long as you keep an eye on And don't consume any alcohol. And do not leave the home. Okay, I will do it. Thank you. We we are forever in your debt. Arabelle, do you promise? Yes, but only if you do one more thing for me, because you can make things happen, right? Uh, some things. Can you make anything happen? No. Some things. I thought that you were... Like, super powerful. I have some power, yes. We can't tell you all of your secrets. I just can't do literally everything. I mean that. What do you wish for? (laughs) Arabelle, don't press your luck. Perhaps I may be able to do what he cannot. Never know. What, 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 what do you want, Arabelle? Can you make me my own bedroom and in it can there be a treehouse and can I sleep in a bed that has curtains on it that are pink and purple and have butterflies on them? And also, can there be a doll that's the same size as me and her name is um Daisy because I like daisies and can she have daisies in her hair and a dress that's really, really pretty? And can she also have a closet of dresses that I could also put, that, put on myself too because we're the same size? And then we can have a tea party and then can we also have tea in there too and like um a little castle hold on uh, let me check <laughs> as i can solve. is that okay uh yes <laughs> <laughs> do you mean it of course I, it's, it's done yes will, go check will you take me there let's let's take her there is there a little tower with stairs that I can climb up into and feel like a princess in a tower? Yes. <laughs> Do you mean it? Let's go yeah, look at it. Yes. Will you take me there? Let's Come on. Let's go, yes. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go now. 
Why are you waiting here? All right. Perhaps grab the professor's hand as you as you go on your way. Let's go. She reaches out and she grabs your hand. Sarnax and I'll hold the fort. I will lead her. I'm going to watch as she grabs as she grabs Professor Clayton's hand. And I will lead her to. Uh, I'll take her up the. She'll be on the top floor. Stop. Um, and there will be a uh, beautiful uh, bay window uh, looking out into what appears to be the city of Bree. You begin to make your way through through the house. Uh, you look out the windows, and it's at this moment that you feel her hand go rigid as her eyes roll back in her head. Okay. And she squirms and writhes in front of you. She begins to start to moan and groan, and her eyes pop open. She grabs your other hand. I'm so sorry. I am so so sorry. It's all right. Think of don't think of such things. I don't want my room anymore. You said no. No, please take your room. Look at how wonderful it is. It's just your specifications. Your daughter is really pretty. She has your eyes. I don't have a daughter. Yes, you do. Professor. Professor, you told me you had no children. I don't. Do you understand? Yes, let's go to my room now. Let's go. And she looks up at you and she takes her hand and she squeezes yours tightly and she wraps both of her arms around your leg and she holds it. It's going to be okay. Thank you, dear. I'll run my hand through her hair. You don't feel like she's telling you the truth. Uh, so there will be a, a little kind of... Uh, the castle will be kind of like built into the room. There'll be a little turret that kind of goes up. You can see a really nice view of this illusory city uh, as as I view it. Um, and you can see the river and kind of the, the, the foggy city. It's so beautiful. Is that my tower? I can go in there? Yes, this is all English. Can you come in with me, just you? Not right now. How about later? Professor, perhaps you should. All right. All right, please lead the way. Okay, I'll walk first, but that's only because I have to make sure that all of the stairs are safe and that my dragon, my pet dragon that's here that guards my castle is not going to hurt you. There's really no pet dragon. She begins to walk up and head towards the room. I'm going to send my avatar in there with them. You have to activate it. I want, oh, shit, no, it explodes. Never mind. I don't yep. that. <laughs> Thank God. You would kill her. <laughs> oh you would destroy her bedroom and her. I want to have a little, yeah, I was, I was trying to have a little cute pet. I realize he's an elemental being in the letter. But he is cute. <laughs> I, will, I will follow her into the tower. She looks around and it's exactly as she'd expected. In the corner, there's um, a a uh, treehouse built into the side. It looks elven and fey in nature. There's a large four-poster bed with beautiful iridescent gossamer um, bed coverings. And a small doll is sitting on it. Um, beautiful. Not Blinsky make, but Azrad make. And it's gorgeous. And wearing beautiful princess dress, a small wardrobe filled with dresses. And in the very middle, uh, amongst stuffed animals and other playthings, there is a small um, table and 
chairs, one large enough for a Clayton Asram, the other is small enough for a child, with tea that's already been set out. And you notice that a few of the spectral servants here are actually child size. They seem to have shrunk down to accumulate the um, the new lady of the house. Sit down and have tea. All right. I'll sit down. Is she, like, miming drinking tea? Yes. Of course. I ah. love tea. It tastes just like cinnamon. Ooh, cinnamon tea. Oh, that's one of my favorites. So you can't do anything to get rid of your curse, you know. Or does he still have the wafers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I... Had thought that might be the case. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, I didn't see it the last time I saw you because it wasn't going to happen the last time I saw you. I understand that. But I knew something was coming because you make poor choices. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm silent and I just continue to pretend drink tea. Did you know that your daughter is going to be amazing? I know, she's wonderful. Why do you lie about her? It is a policy. What's a policy? I do not speak of family on expeditions. So I did the bad thing by mentioning her name. I didn't say her name, but I did the bad thing. I don't know, but when you are in a position such as mine, you tend to make enemies. Stradania knows. Hopefully they're safe at home. They are for now. You need to be careful. You see, I know something I should not know. You don't have all the pieces that you need. Madame Eva is strong, but she's not as strong as I am. What are we missing? You will find it with the other mother. You need to subdue her. Some way. Stradania, you need to subdue her somehow. Subdue Stradania or the other mother? There is only one thing. And you know this because you have a daughter. So you know there is only one way. One way to get to a child, a mother's love, a lullaby that the mother once sang to Stradania. The other mother has it. You need to get it. So we shouldn't kill her uh, right off. If you don't kill her right away, she will kill you. I've watched it play out in my head at least 100 times. So we do kill her and then get the lullaby? Sometimes. Sometimes you fail. But in all the times you failed, you didn't know that you needed to find the lullaby. It's foggy, you see, but it's in parts. You will find part of it here. I can feel it. Well, not here, because this is your home. But in the place where the lady died, you will find part of it, but it is not all of it. 
All right, we'll find part of the lullaby here. The witch has the rest. She has the last bit. You have to find a way to get to it to tell you. You have to finish it. We will, we will, we will find this, yes. We will. And when you think that all is dark and all is dreary, sing it to Stradania. She will not expect it. You have to do this. Or you will all die. Thank you. Now, do we have any crumpets for this tea? Uh, yes, here are some crumpets, and I pass her an empty plate. plate and you side. should also tell your friends about your daughter, because it really makes you seem like a shady man if all of a sudden they hear from a strange girl that you have a kid and they didn't know. And also you killed someone today, too, and you have really creepy wings. So, like, all of those things together, and I've watched the way that you look at bones. So, like, all of those things together are really uncomfortable for people who don't know what's going on. You need to promise to not tell anyone else about my family. Do you understand? Okay. I won't tell anybody. You never know the, the aims of others on an expedition. Ever. Well, you might not. Your friends mean you no harm. I've held all of their hands. Even the dark one, the one with the, like, really gross, perverted soul. Even her. She's still really nice and she likes you. Well... That is nice. I'm glad that you could confirm that. Yep. And it's not that I believe that they would bring me harm, but you just never know. It's been a policy of mine since as long as I can remember. Okay. Terrible people will do terrible things. And cornered people will do terrible things, too. That's right. Good life lessons all around. Yes. Well, why don't you continue to enjoy? We should really go so we can find part of this lullaby. Yes, and if you find the big dark powers, don't don't accept its gift, okay? No. I won't make that mistake twice. I've watched you accept it. Don't believe what it says, no matter no matter how it makes you feel, okay? If you feel pulled to it, just think to yourself, that little girl who now owns my house would be very mad. Noted. Okay? Yes. All right, well, have fun. Swimming pools on the bottom floor. Okay. Anything else you'd like to, to enjoy while I'm gone? No, I think it's okay. All right. Well, I'll see you soon. You better be in bed, though, so I'll see you in the morning. You didn't say anything to me about having a bedtime. Well, just don't stay up too late, please. I don't know, because my doll might want to tell stories, so... Stay up as late as you want, and I'll get up. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. This was not supposed to happen. 
I had already won. First, they bring back the light of morning to the Abbey of St. Markovia. And now the Fire Lord himself appears in my domain to challenge me and provide salvation for the heroes who certainly do not deserve it. Where was my salvation when I needed it? Never mind. Even with Esmeralda reheaded and Van Richten actually happy for once, this all changes nothing. I shall not relent. The Ember Temple has mysteries and dangers yet. What could they be? Find out in the conclusion of Chapter 11 of Curse of Stradania, Prayer for the Dying. In the meantime, if you wish to watch Legends of Aventris tell similar stories of Dungeons & Dragons every week, you can follow us on Twitch. You can also enjoy our many campaigns on YouTube, support us on Patreon, and join our community on Discord. All links are in the show notes. We welcome you to our Aventris family.